0: Okay, welcome everybody to episode lucky number 13 of the Superhouse Podcast. Thanks for joining us this time. I'm Andrew coming in from Los Angeles.
1: This is James coming in from Los Angeles.
2: This is Johnson coming in from
0: Lafayette. There you go. Thank you.
3: <laughs> this is Maddie uh, currently in Cincinnati.
4: And this is Stefan in Denver.
0: All right. Our- awesome. So uh, if you remember last time Yukiko had a, a cliffhanger thing, and guess what? You're still going to have to be hanging on that cliff because (laughs) she she said it's going to be a cool little surprise apparently, but I'm not really sure what exactly it's going to be about. But uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. And um, we're actually going to move right into Maddie's music. This time it's going to be the band Code Orange and the album is I Am King.
2: All right, go ahead.
3: Um, I found, I, uh, I think most of you know here that I am a big fan of Deathwish Records and uh, they I had seen them on there and I was I had ended
0: Johnson you're being so fucking loud. <laughs> oh. Just going to move to the other room. <laughs> Fidgeting around, man. Earthquake test. Maddie, Oh uh, yeah, what were you saying?
3: I'm done. This is over. I can't do yeah. this. I can't work. Under...
0: Walk off. <laughs> we had a walk off.
3: <laughs> well, Shit. Let's, let's do it live. Wait. Okay. Um, Things
0: are going off
4: the rails.
3: Oh uh, anyway, uh, code orange. They used to be called code orange kids. Uh, they have an album before this one that is also equally as good. Uh, but I, uh, I had heard about them and listened to them a little bit. And I was like, Oh, that's pretty good. And then I was working at half price books and a guy came in with a trade and had this record. in, And I was like, this is like fucking fate or something. I have to pick this record up and instantly just loved it. Uh, these kids look like they're like 12 years old, but they're probably actually like 20 to 22 and they make some great, like hardcore slash metal music. Um, uh, I mean, I just think the whole album's really great. I definitely felt like it kind of harkened back to like a lot of stuff I was listening to with you guys in like super house with like comeback kid. And, um, uh, like Norma Jean and uh, some of those other kind of, like, hardcore bands, um, but hearing it through, like, these, like, a new perspective of, like, these 20-somethings was uh, pretty cool. Uh, I also loved the title track, I Am King, because I thought my record was skipping when it, like, starts and then stops, and then it starts again, and then it stops. I was like, what the fuck? I just bought this, and it's not working. This is upsetting. Uh, But yeah, they actually just got signed to Roadrunner Records, so they should, I think they have something coming out this year, so that'll be interesting to hear what they sound like on there. Um, And also, side note, uh, half the band is in another band that's kind of like an indie rock band called Adventures, so if you didn't dig this but you want something a little more indie rock, check out that band, and what did you guys think? (laughs)
4: Stefan, go (laughs) ahead. (laughs) You, Um, I only listened to it twice. And I love it. It's fucking incredible. Uh, this time, I was listening to it right before the show, and I got to the track My World. Um, and it's just, like, it's super, it's, like, chunky as hell. Uh, and it, like, sledges along certain points, which I've gotten into a lot more lately, like the slower kind of grind, um, doomy kind of thing. But around surrounding those, like, really chunky moments, you have this, like, I don't know, it's just, like, ripping fucking guitars and drums and there's just like fiery rage in that dude's lyrics. Uh, I don't remember what track of the last one that I, I liked dreams and inertia a lot. Like after you get past, cause when it first started, I was just like, this is so Maddie, um, you know, and this is like, so like a lot of that hardcore stuff I ended up getting not so much into hardcore, but like I knew I had an ear for it, like blood brothers and converge and Norma Jean and stuff. But um, at, it first started like that, but then as it got more into it, and you could see how they let a lot of their influences kind of just flow, and like Maddie's saying, they're young, they're really young, so for for our ears, it's like a hybrid of different styles. But I bet for their generation, they're just like this shit fucking rips so hard. So I I love I loved it. I'm gonna give it more <laughs> listens for sure. Um, the cover made me think it was like gonna be like a punk, more punk on the punk side kind of album but yeah, um, yeah
0: yeah
4: i like how they mixed up their hardcore elements because it's like it's like it's like young kids who listen to good hardcore not just like knockoff shit or like second or third generation like those kids who really have a good ear for it make it and but also probably listen to a bunch of great metal as well it's
0: fucking awesome did you listen to it johnson <clears throat> uh no i didn't get a chance all right james
1: i did uh, listen to most of it unfortunately i didn't like it as i did get to listen finally to death heaven i i actually enjoyed that a lot more moving on I... <laughs> well i think like listening to a bunch of these uh metal albums like i've come to realize like i just don't really care too much about screaming uh in metal music as much it depends oh, on like how it is <laughs> But yeah. it's like it's me personally <laughs> like i can understand like death heaven i feel like uh they it was some just something about it where it sounded a lot better compared to this to me and where yeah. if i can tend to hear more of the lyrics still i'll enjoy it like i can understand it being like uh, an extra instrument in uh, the song rather than just having more lyrics but uh personally for me it's like you know i still like enjoy stuff more like Macedon, which they do that as well, uh, but like not as much and usually if it's used to accentuate uh, a Point in the song or anything. I can still really enjoy that. But Personally for me, it's like if it's just going over the entire song like I I tend to like really enjoy uh, the music uh, but yet like For me uh, Sometimes it just like takes that away a lot of times.
3: So wait a second James you still like metal, though, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> can I can I can I say Hello. something to that?
4: <laughs> can I say something to that? Sure. Um. Uh. What was I going to say? Um, <laughs> I, I, have, I have I just decided. I have just decided. I have just decided that that that's a personal project of mine. James is uh to get you on an album with screaming that you personally right like I said
1: it's uh, um like but what I I wanted to say was I'm okay with but like right uh, I think also maybe I just was in the right mood to listen to it as well yeah
4: I just wanted to say that for people listening um people who aren't really into metal or because I I try and sell people on metal all the time because I like (laughs) I feel like I've gotten such great personal (laughs) um what just good shit from enjoyment 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 like yes like i felt like really deep levels of enjoyment but anyway um so what i what i want to say to that is that um it take it took me a little while and like certain bands to kind of ease me into that but like now i'll listen to like some of the most cacophonous shit but still like you you start to gain an ear for some of that that choppy screaming because like most i think to what you were saying like most people think it's just like, well, I can't understand what they're saying because of the way they're saying it. Um, but there are lyrics back there, and some listen to Black Dahlia Murder's first, like, four albums. That dude is a motherfucking poet. Uh, but you won't know unless, you know, it, like, grows on you. So that's yeah. my pitch, and I'm, I'm selling it.
0: <laughs> I believe this yeah. harkens back to Camera Noise Episode 2. Am I incorrect in saying that?
4: Uh, no, I don't remember.
0: <laughs> you guys actually talk about, like, not a song or a band but you're talking about like metal in general and how people like yeah. how screaming can turn them off so well, it bugs
4: to... me because i get it <laughs> because i think i think it's just like there's a moment like that clicks off and you're just like oh my god and it's like it's something about the cadence in which it's spoken and the like the visceral part that it you ex- like perceive that w- lyric in or whatever um, but I'm going to come up with some suggestions, James. I want you to lot. Cool. Li- We're going to line them up and knock them down. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> until until, until you're it. just like, this fucking track rips. Yeah. it's like, I tend <laughs> to like really like a lot older,
1: like 70s metal stuff too. Like All Iron Maiden, right. Black oh, Sabbath, yeah. stuff right. like that. Cool. So. See,
4: that's, this is, yes.
3: It's gonna be okay. We're gonna yeah. get through this. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> and like I said,
1: I, I did enjoy Death Heaven as
4: well. Yeah.
3: <sighs> Finally something. <laughs> Thank
0: the oh. Lord.
4: <laughs> don't be don't be so hard on it, Maddie. That's the that's the project.
3: No, I, it's alright. That's We'll get through it. I've not given up on change yet. <laughs> That's my boy. my boy, Blue.
0: Oh, my God.
3: Andrew, what'd you think?
0: Yeah, I, I liked it. it. It kind of felt like, like you said, it was like hardcore kids that were like really branching out. Yeah. And the cover looks like it's from the 90s in a really good way yeah <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah it's like it's basically hard more hardcore than metal in a lot of most of the album um, definitely and, in the vocals and I gotta tell you like even though I'm not a tough guy at all myself, I do like that tough guy hardcore sound yeah and yeah. it had that so I I did like that a lot and um, what else can I say about it? Um, yeah, it was pretty good overall.
3: When I listened to this uh, for like first time all the way through, Probably like second or third time. I was like listening to it and I was like, "Oh shit, if we were in Superhouse. I would run downstairs, burst into your room, Andrew, and be like, <laughs> "Dude, you got to hear this fucking record because like you would like love it, it." Yeah, I just felt like it was a lot of stuff you'd like, I mean, like you introduced to me like Comeback Kid and like I just felt like I had a lot of those same elements of those bands that like we were listening to at Superhouse and I thought it'd be a fun record to listen to for some of us. Um but, uh, yeah, it was just something that kind of just threw me off. I didn't know what to expect. I only listened to a few tracks. And then, like, hearing the album in its entirety and their, uh, their previous record as well, I was just like, man, these kids get, like, that hardcore element. And uh, I just thought it would be fun to listen to. I didn't think James would hate it, though. but you know, <laughs> <laughs> It's cool, too, because
0: they're, <laughs> they're not staying there, not staying in hardcore. It seems like if they keep playing, you said they're young, right? Yeah. They're, they're, they're going to they're be, babies. like, branching they're out they're in a serious way. Tall.
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm interested to see yeah. what their uh, Roadrunner Records debut will sound like. Like, cool. I'm kind of scared yeah. that it's on there, but at the same time, I feel like they probably wouldn't have made the move unless they had like a lot of creative control. Since uh, Deathwish is pretty much known as like a uh, label that's like, do what you got to do. We 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 signed you because you're doing what you're doing. So it'll be cool to see uh, how they're treated on Roadrunner and like production value and you know. I'm interested to see what happens. And also, I just want to say the song "Thinners of the Herd" is a great title for a song. Just yeah. Thinners
0: yeah. of the herd. Yeah, that was that was pretty awesome. I liked yeah, um, the. Um, oh my god, what was I gonna say?
4: Um,
0: one thing the. Ah oh no, I forgot. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> something about Code Orange and metal and fucking. Um,
4: it was. Uh, I had something I was gonna say about the the metally. Bits. They're so like well composed. The because uh, like I said, I'm getting more into like the sludgier kind of sound and stuff like that. And I like I like really staccato rhythms um, when they're when they're stretched out and just like bled for for every little last ounce of fucking power that they have. Um, but I was gonna say something about the cover art or something. The way like what you were how was n- 90s, like '90s in a good way. 90s in a good way yeah that was like the thing i first immediately because it shaped a lot of what i thought the music was going to be about
0: yeah me too yeah and then and
4: it's like it's like a fucking journey because it just develops into like something much bigger and maddie's saying it's going to be on roadrunner so like they're gonna have much more production on this next album so it'll be cool to see them try and like stand up to you know albums that are well, and the the thing is, is, like, there's nothing really that similar that I could draw to think of, like, compare them to. They have a very, like, stripped down, very distinct sound. It's heavy on the vocals. They're very present. Yeah, um, yeah. And the guitars and the drums are mixed really close together, but the bass is kind of super low and super deep. So Turbo it just has, little.
5: like...
4: Yeah. Yeah. It has that like real foreboding kind of feel to it. Um, And the album art kind of makes it seem like, you know, and then the album's only like 32 minutes long. So I thought for sure it was going to be a lot quicker throughout and a little bit more hardcore, especially when I started to hear their voices. Um, But, but the way it shifts so far is cool. and, And hopefully their next album, they expand, like you were saying expand upon some of the ideas that they already have. This is their second album.
3: Yeah. This is their second one.
4: Yeah. They're fucking um, like awesome.
3: You should. Uh, um... <clears throat> yeah, I, I agree with you on the artwork. I definitely, I love their like aesthetic uh, for it because it definitely presents itself as like a hardcore kind of like '90s kind of group. Um, but uh, you should listen to their first uh, Deathwish release and then um, uh, then their side project, which features I think like three of the members from this band called Adventures, because it is like uh, one of the one of the members in the band is uh, she plays guitar and she's a lady and she sings in the, the other group. Um, Mm. So it's very interesting to watch them do this kind of like do this hardcore thing slash uh, with this metal stuff really well. And then watch them do this kind of like indie kind of pop group also that is equally as good. Weird. So these kids are kind of like all over the place and they like have different people come into like the adventures band and like, they have another member from, uh, for Code Orange, so it's kind of interesting, at least they're like trying different things and kind of just like, well, let's see what gets us to the top or just like where we cannot have to worry about money and just make music all day, so,
5: yeah. um,
3: it's definitely an interesting band, it'll, it'll be fun to watch them as they like get on Roadrunner and then, uh, I think Adventures just had an album come out or is coming out or something. But uh, definitely, it's definitely worth checking these kids out. uh, I'm a fan, and we'll watch them as they grow.
5: (laughs) Yeah, it was cool to have,
0: like, uh, a metal band that, like, had breakdowns and, like, some shit that I've been listening to for a long-ass time. Like, because we've had, although I've liked a lot of it, but, like, it's been, like, kind of more experimental slash Scandinavian type shit, so... For me, I, li- I liked hearing this kind of sound again.
3: I did it for you, Andrew! I did it for you! <laughs> Thanks, man!
0: Yeah. It definitely has that like bar
4: fight kind of feel to it. Yeah, and, I like you know, that. It's, a, it's, it's like raw in a way because like a lot of metal, a lot of the trends in metal, especially like the stuff that takes off. I'm a huge fan of Mastodon, but it's certainly something that, um, you know, the catchier the riff, the more that that song is going to stand distinctly against the whole album. Um, so a lot of times, I think another reason why metal is difficult to get into initially is because you got to kind of wait a little bit. You got to be patient for it to take shape, as opposed to it just being like riff and melody um, in the lyrics or in the singing or whatever. I'm going to so, call
0: back again. Sorry, uh, no, interrupting you. I'm no, going to call right. back again to uh, uh, the camera noise episode. You guys mentioned that band Fallujah. I listen yeah. to them as well. Yeah. I'm changing the subject a bit, but that was—they're fucking awesome.
4: Yeah, I really yeah, liked like, them. Well, the way that they mix up genre is like they—those guys like play like jazz fusion in certain parts, and then they'll play like a folky baroque guitar in certain parts, and then they'll be the dude when he does his solos. They're straight up Japan metal. All I can think of is like fighter jets flying <laughs> through the sky, fighting off aliens and shit. You know what I mean? It's just like the landscapes that that band creates. The first time I found out about them was the album before this, the song carved in stone. It has everything you could possibly want in any metal song without going into like the land of corny or, or, you know, going yeah. way too over the top with it. They just like, they're such good musicians and they, when I first read about them, the dude was just like, these guys fucking just transform metal. And I was just like, what, whatever. And then I listened to it and I was just like, damn, like I can't find anything else like that. Exactly but that's why metal right now is so great because you could have so many bands that are like cuz style doesn't mean anything more anymore it's just like what you do with it and anyway Fallujah fucking kills it.
0: yeah and i'm i'm not like a huge dream theater fan i did like tool of course oh, but yeah. and i like yes kind of but it seems like i don't know other than like two maybe two or three bands I'm not a huge prog rock guy but i i right, thought yeah. they were fucking great and yeah. i like to see what else well they that's the do thing is the
4: is the way sorry the, the, the way that yeah. they um the way that they use those conventions of each different type of genre that they might be pulling from is so consistent throughout it's it it all flows so well together that they don't they stay in their own sound they don't ever really like jump out to like oh this is our prog rocky part and then this is our fucking death metal part it's just like a consistent flow throughout you know and i think that's what makes them kind of stand out against any bands that may be similar like bands you referenced yeah um but yeah they just kind of like just when it starts to get really proggy it fucking becomes doomy and then you know just when it's too doomy it becomes fucking black metal and they just kind of float around and all they're just fucking such like versatile musicians and then the one guy will be doing like some jazz all of a sudden Hmm. it's unbelievable
0: can you give me a, a couple of references to what J metal's supposed to sound like, or some um, band names or something?
4: Dang. I you know Baby the metal. the one the one thing. Well, yeah, Baby <laughs> Metal is one, and that's like kind of new, newer what's coming out. But the one thing that I draw that comes to mind the most is the video game Blaze Blue. Uh huh.
0: Yeah. 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 Their yeah.
4: their um, their soundtracks they featured like J metal artists through like all these different styles of J metal, and so it just has like. It just has this like there's something about it that's just like like I said, like fighter jets. It's technological in some way. It's like an organic process that they come about making like the guitar solos or just the flow of a game metal song. It's
0: it's kind of uplifting, right?
4: It's it's yeah, it's very like triumphant yeah. and science yeah. fiction y, you know, and so that's yeah. I mean that's the best way I could describe it. And that yeah that tends to come up in in bands like uh, well it's like a joe satriani thing you know it's like it's still like blues derived
3: surfing with the uh, you know
4: kind of the american style the american style guitar but it's reinterpreted through what i perceive as being like a j metal sound um and and the and best way to describe this sound just to, for a really quick for a listener is check out the band melt banana yeah well they're, they're so weird they're, well, yeah, they, well, they're all over the place and their music is completely abstract, but what they've done basically is broke down the sound of that J-metal type of uh, song and they've stripped it down to just its mere components and made it just textural. So just if you're willing to go that deep, melt, melt banana.
0: We actually saw them in Savannah. Did, did anybody Was anybody with me yeah. that day?
4: Well, we went to Jacksonville, didn't we?
0: No, they they the... were at they were in Savannah and like no one knew who they were and then all, then like a few months later they were on the adult swim like they were being featured on adult swim who mastered them Uh well they Mil played Banana. a lot too Milk Banana, oh, Banana. Milk oh, no. Banana that was like one of their first shows in America was in fucking really? Savannah and I remember Holy like Mastodon played before anybody knew who the fuck they were, and Baroness and Kailessa played every fucking weekend. Darkest Hour. Darkest Hour dude, played a lot like th- don't, that. That scene don't was nuts. Like,
3: don't say like Baroness <laughs> and Kailessa like it's a bad thing. I saw your eyes roll. <laughs> on, I no, 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 no,
0: no, no, no.
3: Kai- <laughs> Kai- Kailessa just broke up. So.
0: Oh, did they? <laughs> yeah, I didn't they know did. that.
3: Yeah. Circle I takes the them.
0: square. That that Savannah oh, scene was like at the forefront, man.
3: Dude, I uh. At work at half price, I was like going through CDs and everyone's like, oh, this is my trash pile. And I was like throwing stuff away and just trying to pick up like some random like Smashing Pumpkins shit that was in there. And I was like, oh, cool. I'll take that. And I pick up one and I was like, circle takes a square. Who the fuck threw this away?
0: (laughs) Who would do that shit? And
3: everyone's like, who's that? And I was like, fuck all 'all." Um, (laughs) y'all. Fuck you bitches. I went to school with these. You don't know my story. You don't know me. Um, I'm actually going to go see Baroness on Tuesday.
4: Fuck. So, yeah, so. dude. Purple's a great I, album. There's dude, like, you I can't for it's me, so for me, it's, it's just like that. Album is a, Purple is ahead of its time. Somehow I've listened to a few I times.
3: I, <laughs> yeah. I also think yellow and green is really good.
4: Yellow and Greens is amazing. Dude, those yeah. guys have not a made a bad album. Hate,
3: that, a lot of people. And there are pures Peels. <laughs> yeah. Um so
4: <laughs> sorry, we were going to at the same time. A lot oh of people, Lord. A lot of people were
3: like yellow and green sucks. It's not it's not like red or blue and I was like I don't know, man. The more and I didn't like yellow and green when I first heard it. But I, well, I was that, like there's something yeah. in here. And I need to listen to it more. So that I listen to it more. That and, sound has evolved into
4: American. into purple. Like Purple is just a great rock and roll album. It's like the all so the, the all American rock and roll album.
3: It's what you do after you almost died in a car crash Dude, exactly. These
0: motherfuckers, Baroness. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's crazy how that that area in Savannah, like there was that was Dude, like. Dude, they stayed they, at my apartment one time. <laughs> they like, echoed. Oh, they, they 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 like ushered in like a new, a new form of metal basically with well, a, with yeah, those it, bands. It's yeah.
3: definitely like Mastodon, <laughs> Lessa, and uh, Baroness have that like. All those Georgia bands. Yeah, like that Southern Sludge, man. They just got it.
0: Exactly. All right, you guys.
3: Should we listen to Baroness's Purple? Is that the next one?
0: I mean, Maddie, this is your section, so.
3: All right, let's do it. Baroness's Purple. All right. What James thinks about this record, though. Yeah, definitely. I've listened to some
1: of Baroness. I've enjoyed them.
3: Cool. Finally, thank God. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yeah, far All be right. it for
0: me to not like one thing.
3: No, you don't <laughs> like everything,
0: really, This man can't like something, Maddie, is that what is that what I'm hearing?
3: Uh yeah, basically. Uh, <laughs> we're done we're done with the music we're done with the music section. Let's move on to
0: Sexpedition. Oh, shit. I think Maddie just ushered that bitch in, so here we go, let's get started. Sorry,
3: sorry I took that from you, Andrew, but I had no,
0: to. No, no, definitely, you guys can take on any time. Uh, so, uh, Johnson, <laughs> Johnson's oh, okay. like a deer in headlights. So, <laughs> Johnson, this uh, is, you plugged this a couple times before in even the most recent episode, but uh, we wanted to hear a little bit more about that time you went searching for Russian hookers in Busan, Korea. <laughs> we have to hear this. Yeah, hear Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I had a I had some mock-ups that need to go out for now. Set the stage for us, Johnson.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, Russian prostitutes. Um, <laughs> hold You're on, I'm gonna collect my thoughts. <laughs> You're in Korea with who? Uh, okay. So I was with another friend, not my usual sleigh buddy, but another <laughs> dude that sometimes, you know, we would go out and do stuff. Uh, So Busan is the second biggest city in Korea and it's in the south. So we'd heard stories that right outside the main train station there was like this red light district. Literally just right behind it. There was like a row of buildings and then right behind it like just prostitutes at the wazoo. But uh, we heard they were mostly Russian prostitutes because apparently Russian mob operates down there so they bring them in. <laughs> so me and a friend, we were doing a trip to Busan, and you know, I'd mentioned it, like, "Hey, I heard," blah blah blah, and he's like, "We should check it out. Let's check it out." I was like, "Okay, cool, yeah." So, <laughs> uh, so, so of course, there's a lot of like love motels in that area, so we got one just because we needed a place to stay nearby, and um, so we just start, you know, going around, walking around, and uh, like immediately, it's pretty apparent that. Yeah, this is definitely happening. In this area. <laughs> uh, by the way, this area right behind this row of buildings—it was like a Chinatown slash Russia town. So like, you'd walk there, you see Chinese writing, you see Russian writing, stuff like that. Like
4: Blade Runner.
2: So, yeah, well, I mean, that's what Korea is. Korea looks like Blade Runner. Uh, so we got the place. So then we go perusing around. And we're just kind of walking around, and we look in the bars, and you see, like, these girls sitting at the bars, and it's, like, some really attractive girls. But uh, I know what the deal is there. Like, the deal is you go there. You don't outright pay for sex. You buy them expensive shots. So you buy them a whiskey shot that's, like, 20 bucks, you know? So you buy them, like, four of that, and that, like, equals something. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but okay. if you take back to your room, you pay a flat rate, you know, whatever. Uh, so we didn't want to get pressured into anything right away. So we were just kind of walking around, looking around. Um, this one woman that came up and approached us, and she was like, you know, broken English, like, hey, how are you doing tonight, blah, 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 blah. And then immediately, immediately she was like, so, you want to make fuck? <laughs> and we both look at each other, and we were like, uh, uh, no, no, no thanks. Her face is just, like, stone face. She turns immediately around and walks away. <laughs> okay. she she, she's there waste, for the
3: cash, man.
2: Uh, she didn't want to waste a single second on us fucking perusers, you know? <laughs> so, so we keep walking around.
3: We're just and then, looking right now.
2: Excuse yeah, us. So, yeah, yeah, we're just looking. And uh, so we come around this corner to this one place that was, like, open. It was, like, an open bar. And there were these two, like, older ladies. And they kind of, like, pull us in. And we were like, oh, uh, okay, sure. Yeah, we'll have a beer. We thought, like, maybe it was just a bar. Maybe they were the madams. I don't know. Uh, but then they start kind of insinuating that, they were the prostitutes, and these women were like 50 or something, like old Russian ladies, so we were like, oh, no, 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 we got to get out of here right now, this is not what we're in for, <laughs> so, so that part was, like, really awkward, we had to, like, just get the hell out of there right away, uh, so then we're kind of walking around, and then we're like, okay, we just want a drink, we just want to go to a regular fucking bar, so we find one where... You know, it didn't look like there were a bunch of prostitutes in there. There was just like guys or whatever. So we sit down and have a drink, and there's this Russian dude. He keeps talking to us, like in Russian. He's just like, blah, 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 blah. and then, like, That's looking Russian,
3: at us. Russian, by the way. That's Russian. Yeah. And he's just like <laughs> looking at us, waiting
2: for a response, and we're just like, uh, uh, I don't speak Russian, okay, okay. And then he's like,
0: <laughs> blah, 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 blah,
2: blah, But then he'll, he'll say, every once in a while, he'll say something we can understand. He's like, blah, 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 whiskey, whiskey, yeah, whiskey. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, <laughs> yeah, I like whiskey. Oh, Jack Daniels, Jack Daniels. like, okay, yeah, cool, <laughs> But this guy just kept on, and he was so fucking drunk, man. Like, But he just kept speaking to us like in full Russian um uh he was drunk out of his mind um we left soon after we go back to our apartment i mean our hotel and we're going up to the room and i see this woman rocking down the stairs and it's like the hottest fucking chick i've ever seen in my life <laughs> Just like coming down the stairs like obviously she'd finished up with someone and she walked by and we were both just like Damn, I wish. How can we find that?
0: Girl? <laughs> Wait, let's let's put a pin in that real quick. You just said that it looked like she had just finished with someone. So you're pretty sure she just fucks a dude? Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her hair was like all frazzly and shit. How did you deduce
2: this? I mean, obviously a prostitute coming out of, No, she's obviously a prostitute coming down the stairs from a hotel room. I mean, like,
0: come on. Okay, okay, I got it. Okay. Continue. I'm sorry. So at that point,
2: at that point, we were kind of over it. We were tired, so we just went to bed. I later banged some Canadian chick. <laughs>
0: there it
3: is. The goals. It's what I wanted.
0: Johnson, you always deliver. Wait, yeah. so I'm sorry, but you now have to go into detail about that, that one. Oh, okay. Because um... <laughs> 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 no, currently, this story has not, there's no one that has, has had sex yet.
2: Oh, I yes. told you. This one was a letdown. I told you that.
3: Yeah. Well, okay, well let's,
0: what happens with I this Canadian shit? I
3: thought you teasing me. I thought there was a tease. I thought it was a tease.
2: Uh, okay, well, this was like the next night, Saturday night. At least um, you didn't pay for it. No, no, totally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, were, we met one of his friends. We went around because this other guy knew the place. He knew the cool bars to go to. So we eventually went to this one bar. <laughs>
0: i don't know i'm sorry continue continue um,
2: <laughs> i don't know there's not much to it um I, oh we were sitting at the we were sitting on one side of the bar it was big like island you know there's like the bar in the middle and everybody's sitting around it like big thing yeah uh so we're sitting there my friend's talking to some girl there's some british guy next to me i'm talking to him and i see this chick walk in like really hot tall brunette and I just, she like caught my eye for a second. I was just like, oh, damn. He's like, what? He was, I was like, oh, that chick. He was like, hold on a minute. So he ran over. This guy <laughs> went over and talked to her for me, brought her over.
3: And <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know,
2: we were both pretty much drunk. So like, we just started just like, she was totally cool. We started talking and then started making out in the bar. And then I left my friend.
3: And <laughs> Ooh, more, more. Give me more. Place,
2: uh, <laughs> you know i totally left my friend in the wind we didn't have like a hotel room <laughs> so he was on his own um uh, but yeah i went back to her place
0: <laughs> Did the deed- wait so <laughs> let's i want to know i have to, i always have to know what she looked like she was brunette you said
2: yeah tall brunette like um uh, blue really blue eyes uh nice like a hot girl like you know if i had to display everyone i've slept with she would definitely be in like the pantheon not just the whole <laughs> thing
3: <laughs> so johnson <laughs> i have a question yeah <laughs> all right so how many canadians have you slept with yeah i know, know right uh, yeah exactly, while in, exactly. While, while in europe like not in america but just oh, europe, in europe? asia
2: asia right yeah well in europe both times i was with chicks like the first time I did my two-month trip in Europe, I was with Crazy Face, and now I'm with my girl now.
3: But in Asia,
4: I fucking dude, seriously, I don't even know. I <laughs> oh shit! All right, well
3: that's Canada. Sounds
0: like you should go to Canada. Yeah, seriously, you're really you're you're hooking up, man.
3: Dude,
2: Canadian girls are you know they're just they're open
0: to that sort of thing. They're, they're so how how Dang. fit was she? I want to know like what's the body type here. She's she pretty was fit? fit. She was like yeah like slim, you know, nice build. Was she French Canadian or regular? <laughs> nah, Canadian? just just regular <laughs> Canadian.
3: Johnson <laughs> didn't have time for that bullshit.
2: <laughs>
0: I want to know if she had an accent or not.
2: Nah nah no, nah, no, just normal <laughs> North
0: American accent. You know. Okay, no. um, I think I got enough details for now. Thank you.
3: I'll be good for I'll be good for later tonight.
0: Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. That's Maddie's Matt, agenda revealed. So I think the, the one I should plug for
2: next time. Uh, me and Crazy Face. We sometimes we would, like, bang in public places just because What?
3: She would, yes. Yes,
2: would, <laughs> yes. She was this. I so, have also
3: done It was some. so
2: easy. With her. She, she was so, like, competitive. All I had to do was just be like, I bet you wouldn't have sex with me in the bathroom. And she'd be like, watch me. Like, and we'd Challenge it.
0: accepted.
2: Yeah, yeah. So when we were in Europe, when we were in Greece, uh, Another story? Actually...
3: What?
2: Yeah, well this is the plot. That's a three parter today, everybody. Three okay, okay, hold I on. It. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. We banged at the <laughs> uh, the ruins near your Acropolis.
3: Oh shit!
2: We banged on some like thousand year old columns. <laughs> and, like,
3: in the <laughs> That's some ancient assess.
4: <laughs>
2: I'm sure your
3: ancestors are
4: proud. <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh my god! So that My an ancestors answer. are proud for you. Oh, yeah. Do you have Greek in you? No, I don't. It's all uh-huh. Irish. Come and on, man. It. My last name's Fitzgerald. That's it. Yeah,
4: right,
5: right, right. <laughs> that's I got it. nothing, dude.
3: That's
4: it. Uh, hey,
3: Irish. You're lucky. Uh, <laughs> J- Johnson. I will say that uh, I did uh, this girl I was working with in <laughs> Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met. I was with a friend, and we went out. She's like, "Oh, you should come to this karaoke bar." And I was like, "All right, cool, whatever, fuck it." I will go because I've been drinking. And <laughs> she was just like, she grabbed me and like started making out with me. And I was like, "Oh fuck, I don't know," because I'm like your boss, and that's fucking weird. But I'm. Drunk so <laughs> Maddie, I'm that's serious. your first mistake, no what? doubt. What, no, <laughs> no. dude? It was fine, but
0: learn from we, the master.
3: Like, when we were, we were, she was like, "Hey, let's go back to my place." I was like, "All right, cool." Let's go. Mm. So we were walking back, and she's like, "Uh, dude, I, uh, I just gotta suck your dick right now." And I was like, "Uh, we're, gonna... we were just walking on the fucking streets of Chicago." <laughs> and she just like, bit, She like got down on her knees and fucking of my pants and fucking started going, man. Let, me ask, like, right, let, let me, me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question real quick.
0: Let me, did you? get down upon bended knee at that point and <laughs> no, propose wait, to no. this woman oh,
3: dude. Whoa, 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 whoa. i thought I, I thought this was a super house podcast uh, yeah my friend i think wait, it's a pretty Maddie, Maddie, super house move to propose to
0: a chick that just said let me suck your dick out of nowhere yeah,
3: yeah. Well, Maddie.
2: when you're on the street what do you you gotta clarify what do you mean street
3: oh dude it was like fucking Uh, houses around, uh, we were actually under a lamplight, and I said, Maybe we should do this somewhere else. But then (laughs) it just started, and I was like, All right, fuck it.
2: Wow, did you get some? And then I had,
3: uh, yeah, I like, I mean, it was, uh, I mean, so after that, like, I was like, I had to stop her because I was like, Listen, um. We need to go back we to your place. We just met. Because... No, no, no. I was just like, I can't. I'm just. I can't come here. Right? I can't just...
0: show my dick to all these people.
3: No, I don't. I don't <laughs> That's the <care. a> real <laughs> issue, isn't it? I don't care about that necessarily. It's oh, just like okay. I was just like. I mean, people can see it. Whatever. I don't care if it's tiny. Shut up. Um, <laughs> it's getting. It's getting
0: sucked, isn't it?
3: Yeah, right? Uh, uh, it's just one of those things where it's like, I was like, uh, take to, uh we'll take it back to your house. Did
4: you count on the
3: street? No, I didn't. I waited, uh. until we got, I, I waited until we got back to her place.
0: Oh wow. my god. So you got, Dude, you got a little sucked on the middle of the street, and then you were like, I can't finish here, and then you went to your apartment? Is that basically what
3: happened? Uh, so Happy, Mother's drunk, I, I, Happy Mother's Day! Happy Mother's Day. Love my mother. Uh,
2: Maddie, other than the hesitation, perfect, perfect score. <laughs> perfect score from,
3: from Johnson, the master. It was it was a good time. Uh, I also had another. Uh, this is going back to our college days. Uh, I I had, the roommate I had when I first went to college he had been like, he, he'd bring this girl over and be like, oh, and I don't know her real name, but her nickname was Mouse. And I was like, okay, whatever, cool. <laughs> and he was really into her, and I was like, oh, that's cool, man. Like, uh, she's okay. Like, I'm not super into it. So years progress, and we're all, she. <laughs> they. It was, it was him and her, and they were like, hey, do you want to go to the Jinx? So I was like, sure, whatever, let's go. Uh, oh, yeah. To clarify for the listeners, the Jinx was, you could get in there under 21, drink like a motherfucker, listen to some great <laughs> dance music, and end up probably making out with several chicks, maybe going home with one. Wait, cool. Maddie,
0: we used to go there all the time on that 80s dance night or some you shit, know, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 mm-hmm.
3: yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, dude,
3: it we, would, great, we so. would hit
0: on every girl there and get rejected by basically every one of them.
3: <laughs> well, I, I went with, um, uh, my roommate, my old roommate was driving... I was sitting in the back and she was in the passenger seat and she reached her hand around like on the uh on the door side and like started like tickling my leg and I was like, This is weird. What's happening? <laughs> and I was like, Why would you do this as people? Like, oh, maybe she's into me. I don't know. I'm really bad at this and I'm drunk. So anyway, I'm we're dancing and she's she's older and she's like buying drinks. And just pouring them down me at this point and I was like, I'm so drunk. I don't need any more And she's like she She like she kissed me and I was like, Oh that's pretty cool. Alright, I'm down, let's do what, what are we gonna do? And then she whispered to me I need to suck you off right now. And then we wow. went to his car, got his keys, went into them, and I got a blow job. It was wonderful. Nice. So wait,
0: this is two different women that yeah. have offered you blowjobs just out of fucking nowhere
3: i don't know what i do i just don't know <laughs> i will tell you though in cincinnati nothing nothing's happening oh, wow. uh-uh.
0: wait i gotta ask so what are the women like in cincinnati
3: uh dude i don't know i don't go out fuck that <laughs> that's some
5: sad ass <laughs> shit have <laughs> I mean, you tend-
0: know,
3: this I, is I, I, oh. So this is, this is my Tinder experience so far. I'll talk and be like, hey, what's it like? One thing I hate about Tinder is girls that like, I'll be like, oh, you're cute and i like, and then I'll like, they'll like me back and I'll go and read and they're like, hey, just don't say hey to me. And I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to say? I like, Who know. are we like <laughs> fucking best friends? Like how else you start a conversation? Like if I, like if Andrew, you got, if I come to visit in LA and you're like, hey, this is my girlfriend, Whatever her fucking name is, I don't know, because you haven't introduced her yet. But I will say, hi, I'm Maddie. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, That's enough. What do you enough. mean, don't, say, don't mm-hmm. say hi? I think like, that look- the
0: girl wants you to be like, hey, nice eyes, or <laughs> nice no, hair. They want you to say some,
2: some shit totally like that. Clever new intro <laughs> that they've never heard before. That's what they want.
0: They would like you to pro- uh, renounce, or what do you call it, say a soliloquy to them
5: <laughs> some <laughs> some right of off clever- the bat. You know what's the worst?
2: Like me and Andrew, me and you talk about. It. You know the girls that are like, if you're not, you know,
0: six foot one, don't contact me. <laughs> and that girl's like, I want to be
2: like. That yeah, girl's like
0: four foot like, three, by the way. Yeah. Right. A lot of girls have like, like the, you can't just be taller than them. You got to be like like Way a full different. 2 foot feet taller than. It's like in, what in, the in fuck kind of that, standard is I'm that? Be like oh, don't contact me unless you about... got like
2: double D's
0: or something. You know? Oh yeah, okay. Johnson and I have had this conversation. Let's let me clear this up real quick. Yeah. So, when I used to search OKCupid like every fucking 5 hours of the day <laughs> or more, there would be a lot she of still girls. Doesn't. There would be more girls than you could imagine that would say must be Five yeah. eleven or taller. I'm five eleven, so it's like whatever. I, but <clears throat> you're but, short,
3: motherfucker.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but uh, I wanted to say like even even so they said shit like that. Some of them would say like must be six one and over shit yeah. like that or like I like to re- wear heels and it's less <laughs> like <laughs> I wanted to say I wanted to say must be thirty four D or higher. Yeah. Can okay, I can I thing. say some shit like that? Yeah, that's the other thing they we would can't. do. They would, they would so, say, well,
2: uh, like, I'm 5'8", and I like to wear heels. <laughs> you know, so that was their imply. that
0: You got a height requirement. I have a chest requirement.
2: Yeah. <laughs> or a booty requirement or a boobie. put-out requirement. Put-out requirement. <laughs> What's your put-out rate? <laughs> <laughs>
5: oh,
3: first,
0: first three hours or first two hours? <laughs> hey. Oh my God!
3: Ste- Stefan's gone.
0: Stefan has some dog problem. All mm. right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit. That's probably slightly sexist, but uh, shit. It's just it's some shit I felt at the time. It's a jungle.
2: Tinder's is a fucking jungle. You gotta fucking <laughs> play to win.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: I don't got time for that shit, man. It's just I yeah, just like I get shit. on there and it's just uh, yeah. I don't know. I like I'll talk to girls and they're like, I don't know. <laughs>
2: The dating scene right now is fucking horrific, and I'm glad I'm no part of it right now.
0: It's completely a meat market,
3: dude. I I just like moving to Cincinnati for the job currently.
0: Yeah.
3: I just like there's no like I mean don't get me wrong there are urges where I'm like fuck I should go out tonight like (laughs) fucking now, but it's like at the most part I have to like rein myself in. It's like. Oh god, what would keep me here? And I'm like, oh shit, Thor's on TV. Okay, I'll watch Thor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, know, like, exactly. For the most part like cuz I I don't, like I don't want to I don't want to stay here more than a year. Uh so it just kind of like I've like got on Tinder, I got on OK Cupid. And I got on OK Cupid and I was talking to this girl and she was like uh, she was like 35 or something. I was like, "All right, cool." And we chatted for a mm-hmm. while. And then she just was gone. And I was like, Look, at, I'm out. I'm out of internet <laughs> <laughs> I cannot give a shit. You it's got invested, Maddie.
2: You can't get invested in one. You gotta have like ten going at one I mean, there yeah, there, exactly. are, there are always, exactly. there are
3: always multiples. But ten. like this one, I was like, oh, she seems cool. Like, she was just like, oh, like I I like Wet Hot American Summer, and I was like, well, that's cool. You like good Maddie, comedy, so I'm down. Maddie. But um, what
4: you got? What you have to do. Fuck okay Cupid. Fuck all those dating site things. Like women are I'm not done.
3: it's over.
4: Women are not crackers out of a vending machine, you know what I mean? Like just go That's out racist. And get... the, be... I'm <laughs>
3: the, best, the best The
4: best the best advice racist, I shit. ever got the best advice I ever got was my manager at Jimmy John's in Chicago. I was like, mm-hmm. Man, I don't know what to do when I'm out with these girls. Like what should I do? I wanna have more sex That dude's like, You wanna have more sex? Go out and drink. Drink a lot more yeah
0: that's
4: true yeah
2: absolutely <laughs> your
0: standards and, will and, lower like crazy and, then, and then, it, then well well
4: think about it you guys were talking about 80s dance night why the fuck do you think those girls are at 80s dance night aside from the music which is great obviously but you're out you're drinking everybody's dancing wait, it's the wait, fucking whoa, mating ritual wait, wait
3: are you go, saying that go they're dancing there to, are you saying go dancing are you saying that they're there to fuck I'm, say- <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
4: I'm saying that that's the ritual that we all abide by, and it's clear cut. You don't need no fucking, like, new surprises. Because women that want new surprises every fucking time are bored. And if they're bored, then they're probably boring. Dude, I never get some,
0: bored. That's some deep ass shit, bro, but I think you're right. <laughs>
2: yeah. Also, the other thing is being able Maddie, to. Out, lady. Maddie, be I'm like, coming to Cincinnati. You gotta stay you
4: gotta stay I'm out, coming yes. to Cincinnati. I'm, I I know a, a couple of chicks from Cincinnati. They're great. What? <laughs> great. what? Ohio's great. What? Ohio is
3: great. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a fucking number, man. Jesus Christ. Stay, stay tuned back. for the next
0: section where Sexpedition no is <laughs> gonna involve uh Santa Cruz and Fitzgerald going across Cincinnati and uh, We're
3: going dude, to Cincinnati. We'll, we'll film that shit, man. It'll be great.
0: And get on our YouTube at youtube.com/supraspodcast. podcast.
3: Yeah, we gotta get. What well, we gotta. What we have to do.
2: shared a story on this, and Maddie. What we have to do story, is get.
4: What we have to do is oh,
2: get listen, those glasses. There's...
4: What we have to do is get those glasses that have a camera in them. Is my mic on? Yeah,
2: yeah. you're good. You're good. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maddie, thank <laughs> you for sharing your story. I'm glad somebody else did. Oh.
3: I just, yeah. it, was, it was very reminiscent of what you were talking about, and I was just like, you know what, let's just let, the, let's let the cards, the, let all the cards lay out. It's time. You Fall know? where they may. That's yeah. all I have, though, so. You, you know, the, are, na- so... the name
0: was, the name was changed from Johnson's Journeys to Sexpedition, so it could be any <laughs> of us.
3: <laughs> I mean, I, I, I only care it's about. It's like a Where
4: in the World is Carmen Sandiego episode. Yeah, exactly.
3: I, I, only, I only care about the exotic <laughs> shit. I mean, yeah, yeah.
0: So you okay. want to hear about John? I don't this care One time, I fucked a mermaid.
3: Oh, dude! <laughs> Tell me about it.
4: <laughs> they
2: sing the physically a sweet, song. sweet song. Oh, if you want exotic, yeah, I could hey, talk hey, about the James? South African girl and talk about the. What? <laughs> what?
3: That's
0: some Johnson... new shit to me as well. Johnson! Oh, yeah, Johnson,
3: slow the fuck down. Save that shit for next time.
0: Oh my god, I don't, know, at... if
3: I, I don't know if I can handle
0: it. <laughs> He's already got so much in the spank bank for tonight already, anyway.
2: She was the yoga instructor, by
0: the way. Oh lord, have mercy. Oh verse. my
4: god.
0: <laughs> you just have South African and yoga instructor? Yeah. <laughs> Johnson, yeah. you haven't even confided in to me about this before. I thought I told you. Uh, no. Johnson, I, I, look, you I, really I would have remembered that.
2: Definitely, I told someone about my first black chick. Come on. Oh, shit. Uh, she was black. No as That's
3: what I'm talking about, yeah.
2: Maybe she was mixed. I don't know.
3: Maybe you told it to one of your new friends, one of your <laughs> European friends, but your American friends are over here not knowing shit.
0: Maddie has to <laughs> masturbate, okay? <laughs> And you're it's not letting him do that.
3: Ohio. <laughs> you're so lonely in Ohio.
0: <laughs> 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 Jeez, it's all your fucking fault. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
3: You're all I have, Johnson. This <laughs> that's, that's it. That's all I have.
2: Do you ever go through Facebook and you play that game, like, who did I bang in my feed? <laughs> you like scroll down you're like oh yeah thank you. that's right yeah, yeah actually
0: not... actually yes i'm not friends <laughs> with them oh my god <laughs> you never stayed friends so, huh
3: someone will add me from time to time and i'll be like who are you and then oh I'll they like, do yeah, it after the like, yeah and i'll just be like who who is this? Why do I know you as people? I
2: usually get friended that night. Come on. <laughs> Dude,
3: I, I mean, Johnson, you're running a game that I'm not running right now. So It's that
0: um, it's that good Johnson dick. Yeah. No, nah, Mark, I like,
2: feel like. That motherfucker
3: must be so big.
2: <laughs> it is, like Stefan said, it's like Whoa. you gotta be able to drink, but you also have to be able to drink late. That's the other thing you don't get in the
4: States. No, the key is. No, to you, home. he's right. He's right. Nice, but and also, what what goes with that? What goes with that is you got to get him out before midnight. Midnight is the key. No. It's like Cinderella's ball. It, well, well, yeah, in the yeah, States. You, yeah, in the states, right? No, right, right. if you, yeah, no, because if was, they're if they're there no, past midnight, like five, they're fucking hanging four, out and they're getting way more fucked up, home. and then anything goes.
3: <laughs>
2: okay, but where I was, it's like four or five. You take them home. You get started at like
3: twelve. <laughs> Well, Johnson, that's because you live in fucking the coolest place fucking ever. So well, everywhere
2: up. else in the world, like bars don't close; they stay open all night Here, Yeah, well, some of night. us live <laughs> in Ohio, so shut up. <laughs> <laughs> well, even in LA, man. Hey, it was like, hey,
3: Maddie, you still got Maddie? You still got the two a.m. <laughs> I got two a.m. and then it's over, man. I know. The, crazy, you have yeah. you have like five hours still, four hours. Well, I'm sitting here talking with a bunch of fucking dudes right now, so I mean, <laughs>
2: what the fuck? Wait, 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 wait!
3: I'm going out after this.
2: Oh uh, well, 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 shit! And, uh, if you if you got four hours, if you get started at eight, but you got to start sobering up around like no 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 wait, wait. No, no, no
4: no. I'm thinking twelve. Like Just if you don't start do, at don't at... do shots until it's crucial. Shots started is the cutest. And then you got to start
2: sobering up around like one or
4: twelve. Beer, beer and water. Every other every other uh, beer. Guys, I'm talking about if you're driving. Dude, gotta, I'm just Johnson, gonna say... we Johnson, we gotta go to Ohio.
2: Why? What's in Ohio?
4: We're gonna fucking blow that. <laughs> oh, Alright, we're gonna blow that place up. Maybe son of a bar. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. Yeah.
2: Well, wait, 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 but when do uh, when do bars close? Uh, probably two. like two a.m. That's, plenty, That's, of nice, man. That's, That's
4: plenty of time. That's plenty of time. That's plenty of time.
3: I don't know about you guys. What are but you tonight, spending the entire have, uh... day
4: at the bar trying to pick up chicks? No.
3: All you night, need night, is an you hour. I don't know Are about you, you guys, but night? I just I just DVR Thor: The Dark World, so I'm gonna be watching
0: that. So. I, I feel the same way, like I like I think when we were in Super House and like all through your twenties, it's like I'm gonna go out like pretty late and Johnson all fucking night and try to get right. laid. And now it's of like of
4: course if you're fucking, if you're I'm, fucking gonna, out I'm gonna I'm gonna
0: bound to happen at 5 a.m yeah like now it's like like,
4: there's
0: there's a lot of silicon valley i have to binge so i guess i'm staying in (laughs) Mm -hmm. but that's the thing you have to
2: you have to filter out all the people who have no intention of hooking up anyway they filter out around like that's that's
4: that's the that's the 100 knows one yes theory well, that's what hooking up is.
2: <laughs> it's a numbers huh. game, man. You don't go oh, there, focus on one girl. Or...
4: I don't know. I don't know. You guys act oh, like it's a, you act like it's fucking rockets. Wait,
0: Johnson, Johnson. It's well, I feel nice like idea. I feel like you have like a very like you have a method to this, and you've been kind of successful. It seems like so. Yeah.
4: What, what exactly is?
0: What, you have like a timeline. Can you t- please tell us your timeline?
4: Okay,
2: well, okay, first of all, you want to go with some buddies because you want to look like you're having a good time with your buddies because girls are attracted to that, right? Yeah, it's a buddy. so buddies. That's one thing. So, well, I mean, on a Korean timeline, we would probably get out there 10. We would probably eat a late dinner, drink at dinner, then we'd start drinking. We'd go to a park where you meet people. It's like a cool little casual hangout. Like, so you drink there too. So you don't even go to a club until like 12 or something. So then you do that, and then it's just like meeting pockets of people. So you go around, meet pockets of people, and then you go back with your buds and you're having a good time. You guys are laughing out loud. Everybody can see you're having a great time. And then you see the girls who are like filtering out. And then the ones who remain, the ones you keep talking to, those are the ones you start paying more attention to. You also, you know... (laughs) Keep an eye on who's looking at you, who's paying you mind, who's asking you questions, you know, stuff like that. And that's and, how it's
0: done, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Oh yeah. Also, avoid the ones that have that one girl who's gonna take them all home.
0: You know, the Hello. hen mother who's gonna like.
2: <laughs> we gotta go home. I'm tired. I'm tired. And then she take. They're like the fat friend that takes all her hot <laughs> friends away. <laughs> oh god. Sorry, you're fucking... But, you know. No, keep going. Well, there's always that one girl that just that shitty girl that nobody's hitting on, and she's friends with them, and like nobody's paying attention to her. So she's like, "I want to go home. Can <laughs> you just take a taxi home by myself?" Oh you my god! She come with me. So you gotta avoid that. You're saying that that do one girl. Do do that? Yeah, one girl can pull away like a group of four or five. That's
3: pot. true. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. I seen yeah.
0: it. <laughs> I done seen it. Yeah. So you oh gotta God. That. yeah, Yeah. watch for the girl
2: who wants to stay out late on her own. That's okay. the one that's going to
0: go home with somebody. She's super horny. Yeah. All right. She's playing to win. <laughs> <laughs> or she doesn't care if she loses. Sure. A little oh, bit. Okay. Depends yeah. on how you look at it.
4: The look of desperation.
2: Hey, it's 21st century. Girls want to hook up too, man.
0: Oh, I know. Mm -hmm. I agree, Johnson. (laughs) If we keep calling them sluts, they're never going to fuck us. (laughs) (laughs) You have to remember that. (laughs) We have to be progressive. (laughs) (laughs) Progressive is the way. All right, I'm ready to move on to the next section. If you guys <laughs> are, but I gotta fucking pee real quick. I'm gonna leave my I'm gonna leave my door open just so you guys oh, can shit. listen. All right, hold on.
1: I'm gonna get FP. some more drinks.
0: Talk amongst yourselves.
3: FP like twice, so.
0: Oh, I see the sun
2: peeking up. I gotta head soon, guys. All
3: right, I'll be right back. Well, Johnson, <laughs> I will say I'm glad I uh, participated in this expedition. Oh, yeah. No, I'm
2: glad. I like it when everybody gets involved. It's good.
3: I feel like there's going to be some people who follow me that are interested in me that will listen to that and go, oh, well, it's over now. <laughs> That's
4: fine. Maddie, you got a way. You got a way with women. You've always got the cutest fucking chicks in Chicago.
3: I don't know, man. I don't know.
4: They were always, because they were always, like the girls I always got were like, they were hot ish. they were hot but they weren't like as interesting you had like the both package you had the hot and the fucking interesting I always liked movies and like could talk forever about movies and shit I always go I always always go after just like the uh, you know like the one I the one I got my eye on or whatever well are you looking for girlfriends or are you looking for hookups that's the other thing I'm not ever really just looking for anything I'm just there I'm drinking Are
2: you looking for hookups you know personalities
4: yeah i mean yeah you're right you're right my recent personality is everything
3: my recent like game or whatever has been oh hey what's up you're a lesbian i don't care about you
2: yeah that's the bullshit you (laughs) get in america for real
3: and uh so i just go about it like that and it's like the long con or some shit like I'll just be like, oh, that girl's totally not interested me. I don't got patience animate. for
2: that shit.
3: And then one day she'll be like, oh, hey, what are you doing Fuck tonight? Up. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just going to like, what are you doing? And she'll be like, hey, let's go do this. And I'll be like, all right. And then we'll go do that. And she's like, oh, we're going to do some shit tonight. And I'm like, okay, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So, I, I look, I I look out for
2: the mad thing, thing I noticed women uh, respond to, like, don't fucking don't hesitate. Don't do any, like, PC bullshit. Be brash. Be fucking brazen just say outrageous shit they want maddie you
4: know (laughs) maddie what you know what What i'm looking for you know what i'm looking for when i go out you know what i'm looking for when i go out with the girls the girl who is playing the least amount of games she's the best one to be around and probably the coolest and probably the hottest too because most dudes don't go up to the hottest fucking chicks because they're afraid to talk to them but generally they'll give you that look man and that's when you know
3: i was out at a bar and uh uh, it's called 16-Bit. It's like an arcade bar here. Uh, it's, pretty, it's really cool. Um, and they have like specials. And I was like sitting at the bar by myself. And this girl was having this conversation with this guy. And she was like, I they were talking about music and what they're into. And she was like, yeah, I like some Metallica. And the guy was like, and he just named like really popular Metallica songs. And then I heard her say, oh, I was thinking like Master of Puppets, Kill Them All. And I was like, why the fuck aren't you talking to me? <laughs> But uh, <laughs> I just kind of looked at that conversation. And I was like, "All right, if you want to go home with that dude, that's that's." Maddie, why didn't you
2: go interject yourself into that?
3: You should have. And to him. Listen, I don't have time for that bullshit. Why not? Because I had to get home because I was a drunk. So no. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, the one the one thing about uh, living in uh, like Louisville and then now Cincinnati is, if you drive your car out, I need to take it home. So uh because i i have not jumped on the uber train yet because i don't want to spend that fucking money um but you know it's uh i don't know man <laughs> i just like started laughing out loud i was so drunk i was just like that's fucking ridiculous dude like who are you i just like looked at him and laughed at his face as i left <laughs> so uh, but yeah cincinnati sucks So don't come. (laughs) Oh my god!
0: What a recommendation we got,
3: dude. It's terrible, man. I definitely want to get the fuck out of like this section of America for sure.
0: Wow. All right. You'll come to L.A. at least. Do that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I
3: I will say though that like it's it's a weird thing when you work at like a, a clothing store with like reasonable fashion and prices the women that walk in there I, like constantly like oh my god Who, where did you come from but i don't know how to talk to you cuz i'm working right now and that's weird right should i just like i but i want to say something
5: you're beautiful <laughs> not bad.
3: where where you come from Dude, not, not that Did I, it hurt? When you fell from heaven? <laughs> uh, you got no, big that, titties. Uh, well, Andrew, that's go to, but uh, <laughs> That's
0: also Johnson's go to, so there you go. This it, Johnson's go to like you got nice titties, can I suck them? Never <laughs> use the <a> line ever. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Next time out, I will use that line and see where it gets me, <laughs> and then we'll report back to the uh, Super House Podcast how that went.
0: Yeah, so we part of this expedition.
3: May- maybe we should do a live video because there might be a black eye.
4: You'll be surprised. <laughs> yeah. You'll be su- You'll be surprised what certain women do respond to. Sometimes yeah, you just. Sometimes you just got. That's exactly. Me. That's exactly what you're saying. Sometimes you just got to call it like you see it and be like, "Yep, that's good. Let's do this." Yeah. And those are the best and don't like, like and don't, and don't
2: laugh you. about it like you're saying it like oh i'm trying to say something like just fucking like stump it like say it and be like yeah commit.
0: <laughs> commit baby
3: uh the most sexist episode of super house <laughs> ever here it is yeah, yeah. some some
0: parts of it yeah <laughs> But Maddie seems to attract chicks that just want to suck his dick randomly. So you're doing you're doing all right. Seems like, dude,
4: I'm telling you, Maddie, you always got the fucking best ones out of the out of the picks during the night. Chicago was fucking dope.
0: He'd be like, "I'm artistic. Watch me draw some shit." I have
3: (laughs) have never drawn anything. (laughs) That's
0: how Johnson does it too. No, I've never used that.
4: Maddie's. Maddie's got the joie de vivre. Ah, uh, yeah, this the joie de vivre. The joie de vivre. Maddie's got the mojo in in a, in a clutch. In times of need, it's just like, all right, this shit's on. I've seen it. I can attest to this.
3: I don't know. I don't know. I wish I was like, uh, I wish I was aware of this power, so I could like like leave tonight and be like tap into it, and be like, fuck, it's on, let's go.
0: Harness this power. <laughs> it's in you,
3: Maddie. <laughs> it's
4: uh, yeah, definitely.
3: I just don't think that, like, at like this point in my life I like right now I just don't care. <laughs>
4: That's the best. That's the best, dude. That attracts the so, the, like, hottest, fed up with, the hottest the like, hottest chicks everything. are attracted to the dude that doesn't give a fuck.
3: I, but I don't. I just don't give a fuck. And they, and, they, <laughs> right and they
4: know it. Mm-hmm.
3: So I, I think the thing is is like I don't have like I just moved here so I only have like work friends which just can sis of hey we're at work do you want to get a beer later maybe okay text me and then i go home and watch like star wars the force awakens and i'm like all right cool I, I'm and then someone texts me is like hey what are you doing and i'm like that's uh, as good dude. as sex i'm like dude it's clucking in at 11:30. uh i'm in for the night so calm down <laughs>
2: um, so, yeah, wow. Matty, you got to down damn crew. Netflix you and chill means
1: Netflix and just chill out.
3: <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. Like, I, I just realized that Netflix and chill to a lot of people mean sex. And I was like, oh, wait, I was totally reading that the wrong way. Like, I literally just want to watch Netflix and chill. <laughs> like, if you just, like, want to cuddle and some shit and eat some pizza, like, yeah. I'm binge watching Fringe right now. So if you want to watch with me, that's fucking cool. But then it's like, no, that means sex. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready for all that. I just wanted to watch Fringe and eat some pizza. I might have a beer, two. Are you? All right. Wait, are, you, are,
0: you saying, are you saying you literally want to watch Netflix more than sex?
3: Depending on the night, yes, most of the time.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs>
3: Listen, dude, I got to get through Fringe. I got two seasons left.
0: There's still some binge watching to do. Okay.
3: Dude. Mm-hmm.
0: Manny, I'm a little guys... disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say
3: Johnson, I will, I will try to have an adventure soon in Cincinnati. Alright. Um, I'll, I'll let you know how it goes.
2: Or come here, that man. Be... There's a fucking surplus of hot chicks, I swear to God. I'm rubbernecking uh... all the time. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, after your cannibal corpse uh, discussion, I was like, ah, I'm in the wrong place place oh, yeah. all the time. <laughs> because like it's so hard to meet like uh any kind of a woman here who you're like yeah uh so what do you listen to they're like indie rock and it's like ah oh, all right cool what do you all listen right. to and they're like oh i'm into sonic youth and this kind of band and this kind of band i'm like what do you think about that and they're like oh gross and i'm like oh my god seriously <laughs> fuck fuck off like i don't know like <laughs>
0: Might be worth a bangs, nonetheless. That's what I was saying earlier. Are you looking for a girlfriend or a hookup?
3: You're
0: totally different.
3: Dude, I, like, yeah, I don't know anymore. I'm, I'm kind of like tired of the whole discover uh, all the time. If I could find someone that like got me and was like, oh, have you heard this new, uh, this new album by the band, Tombs? I'd be like, who are you? Marry me now. And, and not you're coming. looking for a girlfriend. You're not looking
2: for a hookup. Hook up, uh, that shit doesn't
3: matter. I am looking for a hookup in Cincinnati, Ohio. I am sure. consistently looking for the, miss, the next Miss Fitzgerald. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> future ex wife? Yeah, future ex wife. I mean, not that. I mean, I don't want that shit, man. I've been through that. I just, I wow. want to get married once, that'd be it. Have some little motherfuckers, and, you know. <laughs> <see it. laughs> you know. Just be done with it all, man. Fucking... <laughs> be done with it all. This, this It's a grind, and sometimes it gets
0: <laughs> down. I got many Maddies running around. I'm good, baby. I'm smoking <laughs> some weed. And I'm i am washing some Deadpool, and fucking I'm high. Yeah. Come, come here, my little
3: childrens. This is my <laughs> Star Wars. I love it.
0: Oh, my God. That's great. Dad,
3: we don't get it. You're dead to me. <laughs> it only starts at four.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're I'll dead to me, son.
3: Up. Yeah. Dad, how can I repay you? you? Love Star Wars, but I don't like it. I like Star Trek. Get out of here. <laughs> I like oh, Star man. Trek. I'm just kidding.
0: But not as much as Star Wars.
3: Oh, I love Star Wars so much. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, we're we moving on, boys. Alright, let's do it, guys. It. We're moving on to the nerd news section, everybody. Oh wait, no, All we're right. not. We're actually not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, listener. Please forgive me. We're gonna introduce a new they section. Won't. It's a good thing I'm pretty drunk. Cause I'm thinking I'm gonna have to fucking lead this one. We'll see how it goes. Actually, Stefan, you're kinda into it. So this time we're gonna do something that uh, I thought would be kind of fun. We're gonna read and quote unquote act out video game dialogue and see how it goes. This is like a voice acting thing. Maybe not everybody will do this but they will surely judge us. So, I will, for sure. I don't have anything planned. So, hold on, I'm gonna send I'm sending you guys the link. We're gonna do Resident Evil at first because Resident Evil One is known as one of the worst dialogue, one of the worst voice acted games. What of are all you time. talking
4: about? It's just cheesy. So,
1: <laughs> are these? Uh, are we gonna try and do it as cheesy as possible, similar to Resident Wait, Evil? Or are we gonna try and like
3: actually <laughs> do it? Are we it? gonna play different characters? Because I want to be Jill. Okay, hold on. Let's see what we got here. Alright, so it seems like
0: we're gonna do Resident Evil one. I'm gonna explain this for the listener. This has a few lines. Jill actually only has one line.
3: That's fine, I'm good with that.
0: Okay, so Maddie, you're Jill. You're the last one. I
4: wanna be I wanna be Wesker.
0: Okay, Stefan's Wesker and I'll be Barry.
3: <laughs> Wait so this link you sent is what we're reading from. Go down and it's only
0: a couple lines, but it's the original evil Resident Evil and remake.
3: That's all the dialogue throughout it.
0: That's the only no, thing. No, it's just the, it's the like, beginning. Top right? lines. Is it? Oh,
3: okay.
0: This, yeah. Top so, lines. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I could
3: have sworn they said more shit, but.
0: No, they right. did. They did. But we're gonna keep it simple at least for now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so again, this is from Resident Evil One, and and to answer James's question, we're going to do our own interpretation. And Johnson, I want you to judge us. And, James you're not reading huh so you judge us as well alright <laughs> don't be harsh I'm not an actor, I just draw okay right. okay if I'm Barry then I'm first huh yeah okay here we Do go it. it's my it's my fucking idea here we go <clears throat> I'm going to find out what caused Forrest's death it looks like he was killed by a crow or something It's a weapon! It's really powerful! Especially against living things!
4: (laughs) Wesker, don't be a hard dog. (laughs) Don't be a hard dog to keep under the
0: porch, Barry. We should start from the first floor, okay? And Jill, Here's a lockpick. It might be handy if you, the master of unlocking, take it with you. (laughs) I'm again. That was too close. You are almost a
3: Jill sandwich. You're right, Barry. Thanks for saving my life.
1: (laughs) Zine
3: scene. Andrew,
1: what was your... your, (laughs) What
0: voice was that? That was...
5: British? (laughs) Kind of?
0: (laughs) Kind of, yeah. That was like my overacting British stereotype actor guy. I don't know.
2: Uh, I I love those kind of
0: characters. Any other notes? Wow. (laughs) Wow. Oh wow. I
3: just wanna say from an actor's perspective, I think we fucking killed it.
0: (laughs) I don't care what (laughs) Oh my god, that was good. These are great. I love it. Did we did we wanna switch roles like does somebody else wanna be Barry now? I wanna be I wanna be Leon. Leon, do we have the fucking lines for that shit? It's yeah, down below. It. Resident Evil 2. Okay, that's only there's not many lines, but all right, let's do it. Okay, so from Resident <laughs> Evil 2, I'll be Claire. So Maddie, you're going to be Police Chief Brian Irons.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Where the fuck am I?
0: Go down a little bit. It's just Resident Evil 2 no, on I the same you. page.
3: I got you. I got one line. Oh, that's pretty lengthy. I'm ready.
0: Let's okay, ready? This. Okay, and let's start. Maddie, go.
3: Oh shit, sorry. <laughs> Those monsters from Umbrella, they have ruined my beautiful town. <laughs> How could they do this after everything I've done for them? Don't shoot! I'm a human!
4: It's over.
0: No, I have to find my brother.
4: You're right. This is just the beginning.
0: Ba ba ba! Scene. Scene. Let me tell you once again. Killed it.
1: Yeah, I like how Claire suddenly dropped three objects uh,
0: I'm still trying to deal
4: James, with
5: that.
3: Uh, I just want to say, I just want to say to James, let's uh, go acting and uh, take some
1: fucking notes. That's okay. All right, Maddie, I'll try to.
0: Maddie, I am such. Violent agreement with what you just said. <laughs>
3: I mean someone, fun, had I to, someone had to say it. Someone had to say it.
0: Oh my god. First take done. Good.
1: Print it, I'll be in my three story trailer. I
0: love Let's this see. Shit. Let's Resident Evil four. We only got Ashley and Leon. Who's playing who? I'll be Ashley. Okay. you want to be Leon again, uh Maddie or
3: I'll do Leon. Okay,
0: all right. We're gonna do lines from Resident Evil 4. (laughs) Take it away.
4: Are you out of your mind?
3: I knew you'd be fine if you landed on your butt. (laughs) I'm sure you boys didn't just tag along so you could sing Kumbaya together at some Boy Scout bonfire. Then again, maybe you did. Where's everyone going? (laughs) Bingo! (laughs) <laughs> it has like it has like a question mark. <laughs> yeah.
0: B- bingo? It doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> Who says bingo with a fucking question mark? <laughs> bingo?
4: Was, it, was, he, was Leon trying to get a game of bingo going
0: right then? He was, he was, what did I say? Like, we no, we no, we no longer want to play bingo anymore? That's exactly right. <laughs> Bing, bingo anyone? We <laughs> have...
3: We have to do Resident Evil Revelations, and I have to play Jessica right now. Uh,
0: Okay, I'm going to be... uh, I want to be Quinn. Okay. I'll I'll be Keith. Okay, cool. I'll be Parker and Johnson. Can you do Jill? Do you have the page open? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Which one's this one?
2: Resident Evil Evil Revelations. Revelations.
0: Resident Evil Revelations. We have one each on this one. Who am I? What? What's going on? Who okay, so I'm I'm Parker, right? Oh, okay. And then Johnson's Jill.
3: <laughs>
0: Jill. And then, okay, we're good? Are we good or no? Yeah. Yeah, I, I know
3: okay. my character and I'm
0: ready. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Jill, where are you?
3: I don't
4: know. I from I think. Ah, <laughs> uh, I hate Snow. Snow hates you.
3: <laughs> Me, and my sweet ass, are on the way. <laughs>
4: oh, nice! <laughs> I gotta play that game.
3: Yeah, right. Such so an excellent, excellent. I acting. played it. It's really good. It's a really good game. Revelation. <laughs> oh shit!
4: I'm having a really hard time getting through the remake. It's terrifying. Even I have a, I have a guide because I just want to just get through it and experience it. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm really scared of this game. <laughs> I know what's coming around the corner, and I'm like, I, I don't want to do that. I, how about I just stay right here? <laughs> it's like Re- no. Re- Resident Evil Terrifying. I think Resident Evil 4 is probably my game. Mm-hmm. These are the, new, the early ones were terrifying. They're like Metal Gear, but for people who get scared easy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a review! <laughs> oh my god. Hold on, I'm sending you guys uh, this we're going to do Bad Dudes now. Yes. Holy shit. I think we should I all take love a this. We should take a just <laughs> take a stab at this one, okay? I I think everybody should have their own interpretation of <laughs> of this particular famous line. <clears throat> okay. I'll 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 lead the charge. Here we go. <clears throat> Again, this is from the game Bad Dudes on NES, I think. <clears throat> president ronnie has been kidnapped by the ninjas are you a bad enough dude to rescue ronnie okay i'm done
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: who else has an interpretation of this line <laughs> two lines
4: i didn't get the file yeah, it's, it's in the
0: thing or no not Not permission. permission. It's, it's says I any permission. permission. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Yes. Hold on. Thought I could send that. You shit. know what?
4: I have, I have, I have a one off the top of my head. Um, okay. Again, back, again, back to altered beast. Every time you beat the fuck out of a bunch of shit and absorbed all that power, there was a certain level you would surpass in order to transform, and right before the transformation, it would go power up
0: yeah i love that one
4: <laughs> power up they're just like i'm gonna fuck you guys all up right now <laughs> <laughs> altered fucking beast. guys i gotta run
0: It's sun it's daylight where are my sega go.
4: genesis people at
0: <laughs> that's johnson going See you away johnson <laughs> all right bye johnson
1: bye. power up
0: Power Andy. up. Man, I <laughs> yeah. thought I sent this fucking There's shit to so you guys. Many
4: good nah. There's so many
0: good I'm ones. There's so many good ones. What
4: about the, fa- what about like the, the fatalities from Mortal Kombat? Get over here. Well, it's on a fatality, but you know what I
0: mean. <laughs> special move? Uh, yeah, but be... <laughs> <laughs> we could We could redo the Resident <laughs> Evil 1 again one more time <laughs> with right. different roles.
4: Wait, there's got to be other ones, though. Just look at bad game dialogue.
0: Okay, yeah, we're looking some right now for the listener guys. Bad game dialogue. And we'll pick. We'll pick our
4: favorite. We'll pick our favorite ones that we find. Huh?
0: The first one is Kotaku. <laughs> seven different types of horrible video game dialogue. It's mostly like English, though. Hmm. <laughs> oh, actually, actually, this. There's a. Here we go. There's a Bad Dudes thing on here. It's not the same one, but it is Bad Dudes. <coughs> <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait. Yeah, like it's Shin, there. It's at the bottom actually. That president has been kidnapped. Very what
4: bottom, What about actually. Shin? What about Shin Mu and it's like he's walking around and he's just like, "Do you remember the day?" When it was raining and it was snowing.
0: <laughs> let me, let me see.
4: Don't you fucking remember that?
0: I played it on Dreamcast, babe, uh, basically. But as I got ten of the worst <laughs> video game dialogues of all time. Hold on, let's see what this shit says. <laughs> <laughs> uh shit! This shit's hard to find. <laughs> Shenmue, do you know where I can find some sailors? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like, (laughs) I'd like to find one that has like, like the Resident Evil one where it's like a character and then character, not just one dialogue. Right. One
4: monologue. Oh, fuck. Look for video game scenes. No? Let's see. Ten worst video games of all time. That's what you're looking at.
0: Well, let's see.
4: Top 10 Tuesday. IGN.
0: I don't want best video game scripts. Lord, no. There's like a video game. How to become a video game scriptwriter? Like a bunch of shit like that. I'm down. Uh, shit. Well, I've broken the seal, so I'm gonna go pee real quick. One second. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta think of more dialogue. Maddie! Mm.
4: <laughs> There's plenty.
3: I'm eating some pizza.
4: Oh god damn, that sounds delicious.
3: I didn't
4: didn't think to myself anything to eat. I should do that. Oh shit, James, it's just us. Uh oh. What's (laughs)
2: gonna
3: I can hear Andrew P.
1: Yeah. How's that pizza?
3: Pretty good. Mm -hmm. Pretty fucking good. (laughs) Some of us work late on Sunday night and just now get to eat food.
1: Yeah. Sunday's my one day off now.
3: I think next Sunday I have off, so that'll be cool. I can get more beer and whatnot.
1: Yeah, I've been working uh, six days a week, about 60 hours a week or so.
0: Wait, if we moved on from the dialogue thing,
3: we're done, dude. Me and James is yeah. taking over this podcast, and you both of you are done. You're out. Fuck yep.
0: it. Who who gives a shit? Is it nerd yeah. news time or what? I think it's time to fucking talk about civil war. Goddamn
3: civil been, war. That's the only thing I've been waiting for yep. this entire fucking podcast.
0: All right, I, this, is, it, what I want, this is what I civil want. This is what I want to happen. James, I want you to start this shit, and then Maddie, I want you next. How about that?
3: Oh, yes, sir. James, All right.
1: Go ahead. Civil War is probably <laughs> one of Marvel's best films for right now. <laughs>
5: touché. Like,
1: touché. Goddamn. They were so brothers once again. like, uh, Before this, it was definitely Winter Soldier was one of my top films, and now I really think they did again with Civil War. Top <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say right now. I want to get a conversation going. Maddie, what do you think?
3: Um... Dude I just fuck the, these motherfucking brothers, man. They, <laughs> just, yeah. they just Yeah they can make a good fucking movie. Like I think if you they came them from any, fucking
1: Arrested Development to this.
3: I don't care where they came from, they can make a good fucking comic book movie, man. Yeah. I don't care I like I don't care if I haven't seen it like what they did on Arrested Development or Community or whatever the fuck. But Winter Soldier was fucking brilliant and fucking Civil War is even better. Then mm-hmm. Winter Soldier, because I just went back and watched first uh, the first Avenger and that I still feel the same first half of that movie. Great. Second half. Shit. Yeah. There's so much green screen and I hate it. But, dude, I just to me, Civil War was better than both Avengers films put together. Uh, I just felt like it had the action that I've always wanted from reading like any kind of Marvel comic or any comic mm-hmm. at all and i immediately kind of compared it to batman versus superman because mm-hmm. you basically have the same kind of ordeal you have batman versus superman or you have like cap versus iron man with obviously more people involved but it just like they got it man they knew yeah. how to throw the punches they knew how to make it exciting they knew how to give you something new in the universe that you're just like, oh, dude, I, I did not expect Ant-Man to grow to Giant-Man. No <laughs> yeah. Point. I was yeah. just like, already, when he was just like, I'm going to try something. I passed out every time I did this. At no point in my mind did I go, no, he's going to grow big. I just was like, I don't know what he's talking about. What's he going to do? <laughs> and then he did it, and I was like, oh, my God. This is the greatest comic book movie I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. Also, Tom Holland as Spider-Man, fuck perfect. yes. Give Fucking me. Fucking perfect. The only My only complaint is, at this point, we're getting so young on Spider-Man, I'd really like to see an older Spider-Man. Well, but no, I all the other sta- spider Man have been super old. I know, but they're played as, like, 15-year-olds, even though they're, yeah, like... Yeah, finally you, know,
1: you have a guy who looks the age.
3: Yeah, and that's fine, but I would, like, I think, like, after this Tom Holland and however long this goes for, I would... I, I need to see, like, an older Spider-Man, someone who's, like, fought, you know, Venom, or you know some of the greatest spider-man villains and been like yeah i've been through that fuck it what's up what you got Mm -hmm. you know um i dude it was so fucking good i i I don't even know if there's anything i can complain about really
1: the only minor complaint i I had was a bit of too much uh, shaky cam at the at the first scene shut up
3: james it's perfect (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, no uh, like the action was so good but it's just like i still no matter what film it is not like too much it's like i want to focus on that and so it's like stop moving the fucking camera around but other than that
3: i want to say i saw it in
1: imax so it's like it was big enough where it's like it didn't really detriment anything for me so i
3: I just want to say one last thing about the villain of this film zemo (laughs) yeah this guy i in the comics i know from what i've read i haven't read anything with him in it is he has some kind of superpower but i feel like in this film he is played as a general intellectual who is just smarter who can trick the avengers slash extended avengers into fighting one another and my god like You did a fucking great job, Russo Brothers. Because at no point did I think he had a mutant power that did this to them. He was just smart enough to throw these characters against one another. And that blows my mind. Because it puts you at a level as, like, someone watching this is, like, a normal human. You know, that's what we are. We don't have mutant powers as much as I want them. but He's um,
1: how Lex Luthor should have been in Batman v Superman.
3: Exactly. It's just like this really smart guy who had this terrible thing happen to him was like, well, fuck all you superheroes. I don't give a shit. And I want you all to fight one <laughs> another and not be friends anymore. And I yeah. thought that was great. I yeah. thought it was like a very like subtle point to the film that kind of came up out of like, like while you're waiting for this huge versus film to happen, you had this little guy that was like, I'm going to be the cause of this, so uh, watch out, because here I come. And you're like, Mm. oh my god, it's true. You're going to make Captain America hate Iron Man, and he's going to go, oh my god, and then then there's this, and then, ah, it's so good. Uh That was my thought process throughout that entire film. Yeah.
1: That and fucking Black Panther.
3: Oh, dude, I mean, Team Black Panther all the way. Yeah. Yeah. Which means... Team Iron Man. I don't. I don't know what no. team I'm on anymore. At the end, he's on I his own. Mom. You're on he team went team. my god.
1: Cat.
3: Yeah, he, he's kind of. He's team the cat. one that realized
1: vengeance is in the way. He had a full fucking arc in that fire, in that whole film, and his last line to Zemo is, like, "The living are not done with you." God fucking
0: damn. <laughs> that a was problem. a good line. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah Russo so. brothers. Direct yep. everything from <laughs> here on out. They are. They're doing Infinity
1: War, so it's no, good. But they're not, awesome. X-Men, they're
3: not doing X Men. They're not doing Spider Man. They're not doing Doctor Strange. So it's all gonna be shit. So who gives <laughs> a You know, you know what? I, the one I love most about
4: this movie is like it so brazenly like takes responsibility for the actions of superheroes. Oh, dude. Yeah. yeah. Zach, oh my god. Where Zack Snyder? Zack Snyder's like, he's like trying to explain himself out of trouble. Where the Russo brothers are like, no, this shit is not just fucking, like, unicorns and rainbows, man. This is some real shit happening here.
3: (laughs) It's so good. Like, that's the whole point of Civil War, like the comic was. that All this shit's going down between these superheroes, and people are losing lives, and they're causing new villains. And I agree with you, Stefan. It's just like, like, for Snyder to be like, oh, well, this is the way it is, and this is why I did this. And the Russo brothers being like, "Uh, fuck you, superheroes yeah. should be held accountable." And some of them will agree and not agree with the government sanction. And I fucking love that because, like, you see the hurt in like um, so, Scarlet Witch's eyes. It's so clear. Like she hates what she does. Yeah. And she uh, actually apolog- like she feels bad for it in the fucking film. She actually says yeah. these things. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, how could? Why couldn't you have done that? Why couldn't have Superman just gotten up there and been like? I'm sorry. I'm sorry this happened. I'm new to this. I don't know that powers.
4: That
1: so good. because yeah, you end that, up. You end and up they kidding. still had fun you... with it. They. You still oh, had Ant-Man yeah. saying, "Oh, oh God! I thought that was a water truck."
4: Well, yeah, by the time, is... by by this time. <laughs> By the time Spider-Man comes around, you know, like that's the point of the movie when you don't want it to end at all and you know it's going to. But then they get to Spider-Man, so it's like a little VN to itself. It's just a fucking Tarantino fucking like move. It's just a short film in the middle of this bigger film just because and because you want it. And dude, like that kid fucking nailed every little yeah. aspect of Peter Parker. And then when you see him him fighting that big giant, uh, epic fight in the at the top of the second act, you know, like him not being able to shut up, him like commenting on everything, he
1: grabs Bucky's arm, being smart,
4: like yeah, being charismatic and being like knowledgeable of what's going on.
1: That's That's nothing
4: the other uh, people playing Spider Man could do, and he
1: fucking had it.
3: Uh, I thought it was fucking brilliant, man. I i'm excited for infinity wars bring it on russo <laughs> brothers please make every yeah. convogue movie ever <laughs> uh, they're
1: the ones that like this was a small thought i had to myself like every time a director in the, any of the marvel films had their second film wasn't as good like uh, john favreau for iron man 2 is kind of considered not as good as iron man 1 because it's kind of over convoluted. there's a lot of different story arcs going on there the same with uh uh a Whedon for Age of Ultron, like a lot, considered that to be not certain aspects of it not as good because like they're trying to like shoehorn in a lot of things. So it's like, oh, this is the first set of sophomore directors. that are like, yep, they fucking got it. They fucking knocked it out of the park again.
3: Yeah, I I just <clears throat> I don't I think know, it's because they like... had two
1: directors. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, that's yeah, gotta I help. Mean, that's gotta help. I
3: mean, it's just like bouncing it off your like like if I was making a fucking Captain America Civil War, you best believe Stephen and James, Andrew, mm-hmm. Joey would be there. Like, if, even if you didn't write the script, I need to, like, look over and be like, uh, was that Captain America good enough or should we have Chris Evans do that line again? <laughs> you, know, like, uh, you know, like, that's, like, you got to call in your boys and if you're, you're, your best dude is your brother and you guys just fucking get how to write and, like, how to make a good fucking movie. Because, like... I don't think it's, like, the source material. I think if you gave these guys anything, they would make a great fucking movie. I mean, from what I've heard about Community and everything, it's like, that show's fucking great, despite, I'm sure there's some bad seasons, but, you know, uh, these guys know how to write, and they know how to, like, make it uh, just, like, just fucking good and real and just, like, put you there with those characters. At no point was I Mm. ever taken away from this film. At any point where I was like, oh, I can breathe now. I can take a breath. I literally felt like I held my breath through that entire movie. And then after two hours and 25 minutes, I was like,
5: oh, Lord. (laughs) That was wonderful. Thank you. (laughs) You know, uh, it's just
3: like these guys get how to make a fucking comic book film. I think it's something. It's kind of my complaint with the X-Men films as well. uh, Brian Singer, I think, gets the humanity of it. Uh, but he doesn't get, like, the action side, and I think that's what the Russo brothers get. Like, just uh, that fight the fight scene at the airfield where it's like, oh, this, I feel like the fight there was getting kind of bland, and it's like, oh, cool, Spider-Man's there, and he's done some cool shit. And then they're just like, we got something for you. It's called Giant Man. You ready? And I was like, <laughs> oh, no, I'm not. Shut up. Shut your face, you stupid Russo brothers doing everything right. Um, but, like, they know how to make everything fresh and exciting, and, uh they knew stuff yeah. that hadn't been done. They're obviously watching these films, reading these comic these comics that a lot of this is based off of. And I will say, reading the the comic series, just Civil War, none of the extra stuff, and seeing like Captain America Civil War, I think they actually did a better job than Absolutely. the actual comic. Um yeah. I, I, I definitely think with like Mark Millar you kind of you get something a little harder and people do die in the those comics which is kind of nice to see in that universe but i don't think any of us were ready to see you know war machine die or like i the whole time i was watching that fight because of reading the source material i really thought someone was going to die and i i and it, it and i was just like when it was like halfway through i was like I don't want anyone to die. I like all this cast of characters. I don't want mm-hmm. anyone to get hurt. I want everyone to be happy. Can you all just be the Avengers again? Please shut up. <laughs> be friends again. Stop fighting. Just, like yeah, no, basically. And mom and I dad, felt, stop fighting. Yeah, that was basically it. And but I wanted to see the fight. I wanted to see like the turmoil between there and like what mm-hmm. Cap had to do and what Iron Man. I don't. I think both of them are right in both aspects of this Civil War. Yeah, comic. It was this funny, like, film, but
1: Yeah, I was reading online of, like, people before the film, whether they were on, like, Team Cap or Team Iron Man. And then after the film, they are both like, oh, yeah, see, this is exactly why I was on that team. It's like, from their point of view, from both actions, like, they still, like, it reaffirmed what they already thought. But at the same time, it's like, I feel like the Civil War comic, the original one, wasn't, yeah, a lot of people say today a lot of the character arcs weren't as good as they could have been. They kind of, like, mishandled a lot of stuff. Like, they basically outright made Iron Man into a straight-up villain. But this is, like, you could see everything, like, weighing on him from Sokovia and, like, everything else. And as I like to call it, it was Tony Stark's very bad, horrible, no-good day. (laughs) It's like everything went to shit for him. And so you could see by the end when he finally saw that video... Of Bucky, you know, killing his parents, he's just like, "Fuck it, you killed my mom, I'm gonna kill you."
0: Yeah, I thought, dude, like Winter Soldier is like, you know, like we've said before, Winter Soldier, Avengers One, <clears throat> and Guardians of the Galaxy. That's like the top films, but this one is probably is the top four now. Like these are the top yeah. four Mar- top four Marvel films, and also like <clears throat> it's a Captain America movie basically, but. Mm-hmm. It's kind of an Avengers movie as well, and it makes it yeah. kind of hard to compare to to Winter Soldier because Winter Soldier is very like focused, and there's not much like super superpowers. Like there's no laser beams being shot really, as far as I remember. Yeah. But uh, and this one is like superhero action out the yin yang, and just to see like like when you saw that shot in the trailer of them charging at each other in the air, in the air, airport. Parking lot. It didn't look that great, but then when you actually saw the movie, it was like holy fucking shit. This is this is fucking incredible. But I will say one a couple things I noticed. The 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 fight scene, especially in the beginning, it seemed like all the punches and stuff were like ramped up, like they were they were the speed of it was sped up a bit. I I noticed that more than the shaky cam, and then in the aircraft fight, the airport fight, I felt like it was a bit weird that Iron Man brought a teenager to a war zone.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's like a thing a lot of
0: people are talking about. Where it's like, what did he do the right thing? He is, he's like 15. It's
3: motherfucking Spider-Man.
0: I know, I know, but still, (laughs) but still like it was cool right. I, I like he was hilarious he was great I, I, yeah. I I'm actually I'm not a huge spider-man fan I'll go on the record and I'll say that but are you sure you want to do that <laughs> yeah I, I am. <laughs>
1: May's hating on everybody today.
0: But, but, like, I did enjoy him quite a bit in this movie. He was fucking hilarious. He was everything a Spider-Man should be, and he wasn't 35 years old like Tobey Maguire was. Yeah. Grown man Tobey Maguire is in high school, you know, in in that first movie. It was kind of like, what the fuck? Um... What's some other shit? Oh, another like small thing. And they're not complaints. They're more just comments. But, like, Andrew
3: hated this movie. No, 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 no. <laughs> I no, no, I did not. To I just wanted to, com-
0: I wanted to comment like whenever Vision gets owned by, uh, what's her name? Uh, Scarlet Scar- Witch. Scarlet Witch. Wanda. She... Throws him down like a thousand stories down, and it felt like this is a bit overkill, isn't it? I know it's vision, but holy
3: fuck. <laughs> oh, dude, I think, yeah. I think you answer that question. It's the fucking vision.
0: Oh, yeah. but let me say, I love the fucking vision. I love mm-hmm. Paul Bettany. I've been a fan since A Night's Tale. I love yeah. that motherfucker. <laughs> I will, everything, he could read the phone book, and I would be like, that's the most amazing shit I've ever heard, Paul. Mm-hmm. Can you say that shit again? But uh, Paul said
3: my name. He said my name. Exactly. Paul said my name. I, I
0: fucking love Paul Bettany and him playing the vision, like him being like I bet the to vision Papri-. is
3: fucking broke, so,
0: man. Paprika. And like whenever he ta- tells Hawkeye like if he, when he tells Hawkeye, there is no way you will win, I was like, Yes <laughs> I love I fucking love the vision. On Team Vision. Yeah. Fuck Cap kept, and Iron kept, Man.
4: <laughs> throughout this entire movie, I kept thinking of the Sega Genesis Avengers game. That was the most real the Avengers had ever been for me up until that point.
0: Is a, is Vision in that game? Well, yeah, yeah, it's it like you can play as Vision, it. it's
4: Hawkeye,
1: and
0: Iron yeah. Man. Oh, yeah, fuck. Yeah. I got to play that right now. It's great. It's a side-scroller
1: up It was an arcade game.
0: Holy yeah, shit. It's
4: great. But that it pretty much lays the whole thing out. And then Civil War was, you know, it made... It's a good enough movie that it made Age of Ultron better because it incorporated yeah. those events and like took responsibility right. for that, you know, that lack of of delivery that the first Avengers this had, is why War they did it had, so better like than had. Batman for Superman. Yeah, like they have so the much invested in it. It's like these guys. It's not that the Russo brothers are the best comic book fans ever or that they're the best directors ever. They're like fucking athletes at this point. Mm-hmm. They're just like training hard and fucking going to work every day.
0: <laughs> I will say, like that I agree, I agree fucking... with James a hundred percent. Like as far as Baron Zemo was did exactly what Lex Luthor should have done in Batman vs Superman. Like he pitted two uh, heroes against each other and played them, and it was so, you know, basically stupid in Batman vs Superman. And in, in this movie, it was it so was much the, better.
4: It was the biggest fuck you to to DC this movie, because not only did they take responsibility for the own superheroes, they took responsibility for DC's superheroes as well. Like that's their <laughs> think... bastard. That's their bastard stepbrother. You know what I mean? They're just yeah. like, you, you know, they're failing behind and the fucking, uh, the Avengers are like fully assembled now. Like we are seeing this happen. Of course, we're going to see black Panther. Of course, we're going to doctor strange. Now that was a compelling tale. Told yeah. I, I watched it in the movie. As, as I ways as possible.
0: I was expecting Black Panther to be kind of throwaway, like they're just going to, like, hint at him. But he had, like, a full arc. Oh, he, at first, I was... He made sense. Like, everything sorry, he did I, was great, I thought. I felt. Yeah.
4: At first, at first, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this guy. I don't know much about Black Panther. I don't know much about anything, but I know his accent. I don't like it. He's got to work on it for the sequels. What's going on here? And by the fucking line at the end, by all the shit that goes down, I'm just like, this motherfucker... <laughs> is yeah. the Black Panther. The Black Panther yeah. is alive. Dude, that shit was amazing. By even that even the end cut scene that plays into the Black Panther movie, just that, that little scene between them. It's just like this dude, they've established that this guy is the Captain America of fucking Africa. We just mm-hmm. don't know why yet. And they just like those two standing there in front of that window together, they're just like they're on par. They're fighting for the same yeah. thing that Marvel set up what is that cost here and why we need these big heroes and protectors, like watching over the events of our own story and shit. And fucking DC is just like, I don't know. Have a bunch of each other. I don't know. Shoot a sword at them. I don't know. Uh, light them on fire. Yeah, I don't know. They, they just <laughs> Totally,
0: totally missed the mark. Just unbelievably. So that, they and fucking,
4: there's some Kool-Aid man. They got to drink that Disney Kool-Aid. Yeah. There's know. a good line know.
5: that,
1: uh, kind of rips into, um, like dc as well um when they caught bucky after he had uh, been uh turned uh they got him caught in like that press or whatever and he says like yo your mother's name was sarah and then uh, falcon was just like what the hell does that have to do with anything
0: I oh, shit, like I totally missed at... that.
1: I felt like that was a dig at the whole Martha scene.
0: <laughs> but that that's possible, but they, they were filming this as like they were the filming time. the other one. Yeah, so yeah. unless they had, they might have had privy to their scripts, who knows, but uh, yeah, yeah that, was, that was, that was good. I did feel it was a bit weird that well, Winter Soldier wanted it's to submit himself to go, like, go away for a while, like, even if you feel guilty, I don't know if you'd want to, like, cryogenically freeze yourself for... Well, he was just like,
1: I don't want that shit to happen again when, you know, uh, Simo got the book and, uh, like, said all the words that, like, set him off again. So he's just like, I don't – I want to make sure that doesn't fucking happen again. I will say this.
0: Ever since I watched Street Fighter, the animated uh, movie, one of my first animes, wherever I think – Ryu is brainwashed. I've been such a huge fan of characters being brainwashed. I, f- <laughs> I fucking love the Winter Soldier being brainwashed. That, and like, he was, you
4: know what? The Winter Soldier. Like, if you think about like our generation of the Avengers and maybe what's going on now, but what they're doing with the Winter Soldier is he's their Wolverine type character. He's this like loose cannon. He can't control himself. He's he's rage without any uh, ability to restrict himself. And it's like, this is the Wolverine that we've always wanted, but they're incorporating this character and making him more famous in this next generation of yeah. comic books and films. Like, that dude, like, there are fans of the Winter Soldier out there, you know? And then, you know, before these movies, most people probably didn't hear of him, and then people who did right. hear of him probably didn't read those stories. And it was just, like, they, the things that they're doing with character and story, in order for, like, the greater good, like, in order to get these well-realized, um is is like i almost wish somebody would hack warner brothers so marvel could license dc characters <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah that's the big thing like most of these characters like yeah a lot of them i either didn't even know about or really cared about like even at the very beginning I, I remember in college days like i've heard i remember hearing of captain america but never really caring too much about him. these films made me care and like all these other characters as well like hell even for Marvel Iron Man was considered like a B tier character where yeah. like they brought him to the forefront and even in the comics now he's like one of their number ones yeah. it's just because they put so much care and thought into these that like people really resonate with these.
0: Like when, when Iron Man 1 came out before the Marvels Cinematic Universe was a thing. The only thing people could say, like, before, like, when the trailer came out, but before the movie was out, was that, like, this guy's a bit old, isn't he? Like, this isn't Spider-Man. This isn't, like, he's, he's not young enough. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. but now, like, yeah, yeah. Robert Downey Jr. is the, and Iron Man is, like, the man, fucking character. He's fucking a man, yeah.
4: dude. He, like, he's graduated. That character has graduated, spe- like, kind of directly in those Spider-Man scenes to, like, the godfather of the Marvel Universe. Like, when he's yeah. not Iron Man anymore they're passing the mantle and they know that they're kind of aware mm-hmm. of that in order because, so they don't have to reboot things anymore. They're just going to, I feel like they're just going to get used to the fact that somebody else is going to inherit these roles and it's very public. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, from that first Iron Man, however old he was like Robert Downey Jr.'s comeback really. Um, and now he's kind of like passing the mantle to another scientist of different ability but of similar mind and like mm-hmm. drive so it's like that was that moment right there and homecoming and everything
1: dude, I'm excited for it now and I can't like, see him
4: in this yeah, yeah amazing that it's supposedly Marvel
1: has a lot more creative control over uh, homecoming than yeah. originally thought
0: as well yeah so. That's going to be the shit. Like, can you imagine from Sony's perspective, they're like, oh, you're going to do most of the work? And yep, then we go get ahead. Some... Here it is. You know, we yeah. saw all this yeah. other shit, go right ahead. We get some money from it? <laughs> yes. Okay, great. You guys go <laughs> ahead. Shit. Yeah, Tom Holland was fucking great. I, I, love, yeah. that f- I love that the love how they talked about how Marissa Tomei was like, you're uh, like amazingly hot aunt or whatever, whatever they said about her. Like, yeah. they, they, keyed, they keyed in on her like being – Kind of too good looking for her age. I thought that was great.
1: Yeah, she's fucking. Mercedes Tomei is fucking 51 and goddamn.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, James, I wanted to ask you about this because you're from New York. I know you're not from the city, but is there a Queens specific
1: accent? I'm um, not too sure on that. Like, I have some family in, like, uh, Staten Island, Long Island, and around there, but each you know borough is a bit different like Brooklyn is definitely different than Queens so like that moment between Spidey and Cap was pretty great of yeah. them just like talking about that so, because that is sort of a thing is like oh we both know we've been in these we grew up in these areas that are just slightly different from each other but like still pretty close yeah
5: so
0: like yeah, there, yeah. Is a, there is
1: that there you still do get like that camaraderie in a sense uh, from the different boroughs
0: that's something that Stanley likes to point out at like almost every convention and every panel he's at. He's like, Marvel had Gotham and Metropolis, but I just wanted to put everybody in New York. Yeah. <laughs> Which is cool. Um, I mean, having a, a you know a fantasy city is fine as well, but it's cool to see like oh Queens, Brooklyn. Yeah. That's like it's that that's cool.
3: I really like when uh, films are shot, and uh, I think uh, watching like The Dark Knight being filmed in Chicago, there's like that. You just get excited for it, man. So when someone yeah. says, like, I'm from Brooklyn, I'm from Queens, uh, you have those people who are from that city who get really psyched. And that's what's great about, like, these superheroes is, like, these superheroes are from your city. And I think that's great because it makes your root for Marvel a little more because these these characters have lived where you've lived or something, you know? Um, yeah. I don't know. I just – man, that movie was so fucking good, man. I just, <laughs> yeah. I just like – The more I think about it, like, it's definitely, I'm going to have to see it again. Yeah. We're definitely going to see it again. I I, I knew I would enjoy it, Mm -hmm. but I didn't think I would love it as much as I did. Yeah. Especially because I get really concerned about all of the characters that are involved and how you balance that. And mm -hmm. for me, not being like a script writer or anything, I just, like, I was like, it can get too convoluted because I think we've seen with some films how things can get very convoluted watching them and you're just like what the fuck even happened in this movie like i feel like avengers age of ultron is kind of that way like so much is happening and you're like oh my god like no one has a story like what is happening and then i just feel like the russo brothers gave you a complete story with mm. characters that you loved and they're like oh here's and- spider-man you're like Oh my god, how did you throw Spider Man in this? Are you guys really (laughs) a show? That and every
1: character had their moment in the film. Whereas, like, yeah, as you said, one of the big things about Age of Ultron is a lot of people complain it's like, it need, like, that should have been longer because, like, it felt like everything was too compacted in and, like, yeah, you didn't know exactly what's going on. You need more room to breathe. Where this film had enough room to breathe and, like, every character had their moment. Yeah. And so. I will say, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing it again. My girlfriend and I are gonna watch uh, a couple more like Marvel films. Like we watched Ant Man last night, and we're gonna like watch more to get caught up and watch it next weekend. I will say, just a bit side tangent. Unfortunately, like she had a horrible experience, and this is more about like general movie-going experience.
3: Two oh, assholes get sitting
1: it. next to her would not shut the fuck up during the entire film, and it, it pretty much. Like, nearly ruined the entire experience for her. Like, she still got a lot out of the film, but she's just, like... Y- you can only see a film the first time once.
0: You saw and it at the- separate times, or what?
1: No, we saw it together. We sat okay. next to each other, but she sat next to, like, some fucking... Uh, to quote, human piles of garbage. and <laughs> did not shut <laughs> the fuck up during the entire film. And just fucking ruined the experience, which is just, like... I fucking hate that when people like you know there is a sense that we saw a Friday so like opening night yeah any of the big moments obviously people are going to be excited and like you know that's awesome being as a group of people enjoying something you know yelling about it it's gonna be awesome but it's like these people would not shut the fuck up during the entire film and it's just like if I sat next to them I might have, like, punched someone out. <laughs> that because, sucks. Like, I could even hear them. I was, like, giving them the fucking stink eye, but they didn't fucking care. It's just, like, I fucking hate that they ruined her experience. So it's just, like, we need to see it again without fucking assholes. Goddamn teenagers.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's, it's weird how there's, like, I feel like, for us anyway, there was, when I went to the theater with my parents and they were showing me theater et- etiquette, was very much, you gotta be quiet, like, don't have anything on, respect other people in the audience, Mm -hmm. and, you know, like, and I feel like that's, like, it's just, it's not there. I mean, I, it's gotten better as my theater experience, especially seeing Mm -hmm. these big blockbuster movies that a lot of people want to see. But there's always, like James was saying, there's always that instance where you're gonna get those fucking assholes. And... It's gotten better, but I remember early on when, like, cell phones, you could text, and, like, you could, like, a lot of people were just leaving that on, and it's very distracting when you're trying to watch this movie, and then to the corner, there's, like, three people texting, and you just see that light up, and I just don't, like, it just kind of bugs me about the, that kind of, like, going to see a movie, like, if I'm at a concert, it doesn't bug me, because I know Mm. people want to, like, text about it, shoot photos, but it's like, you can't just take a fucking video of fucking Captain America Civil War. You're not allowed to do that, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's it's so frustrating that, like, everyone is just, I don't know, man. I mean, maybe it's, like, a generation before us. But I feel like it's also a lot of older people who just don't, like, give a shit anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, a lot of the times it seems like it's teenagers. But I've also just had a lot of older people just, like, answer phone calls in a theater. And it's like, are... I know it's fucking Thursday night, but this is opening night for me. You need to shut the fuck up. Yeah. And, I don't know. I mean, that's a whole other discussion. I'm sure everyone, anyone who listens to this also has the same complaint, but... Yeah. I will say this. For all of you who are listening, who thought, I don't know if I want to see Civil War. I don't know. It might not be Uh, good, (laughs) because Batman vs. Superman was not good. Well, you're wrong, and you go see this movie right now.
1: Yeah. This fucking blows that movie out of the water. That and, like, it's not just even the big action moments. It's like the little subtle pieces that you catch up on, too. Like, one thing I really loved, every time, like, you know, you saw a cap or anyone land from a big jump or something, like, they had their whole weight into it and had to, like, kind of roll or stop. Black Panther, you just, like, no fucking sound. Like, that fucking, uh, as my girlfriend says, Where Soldier had one of the best car chase scenes ever. And this one probably topped it, but it wasn't a car chase. It was a fucking like,
5: they're fucking chase. running at
1: forty miles an hour, which, and yeah. then like fucking Black Panther just drops, makes no fucking sound. Is just instantly running too. Like those little cell things, because you know he's a cat, pretty much. Yeah. And just like yeah, those little, like little subtle like character things, which also just like adds to it so much. It's incredible.
3: Yeah, I uh, I also agree with like the subtleness of. Those guys, man, the fucking Russo brothers just fucking get it, man. Mm-hmm. I just like I don't know how they can be so perfect at it. I, I was expecting like Civil War maybe to be like the one that's like, oh, it's good, it's fun, I enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but it's not, not gonna be Winter Soldier,
5: mm-hmm. you know,
3: because like they had a lot to prove yeah. on that one. And it's like at this point they could turn in shit and Marvel would be like, yeah, that was good, you made Ant Man big and you put Spider Man in a good job, you know, and move on. Mm-hmm. But they they didn't, man. They just fucking brought it, and mm-hmm. I'm. I love, like, I hadn't seen Captain America, the first Avenger, probably since the theater. Same and here. I And I, I just watched it the other night, and I love when Cap's just like, I can do this all day long. And i was just like, yeah. oh my god, it's yeah. such a fucking, uh, yeah. like, it's just him. And uh, yeah. I, I recently watched Winter Soldier, and I didn't catch it in that, so I'm going to rewatch it again probably tonight. But um, uh, I just love that, man. Like, these guys are paying attention to the movies that have come before them, even if mm-hmm. Like the first Avenger to me is not that great of a film. I I love half of it and the other half I yeah. can do without. Uh, just rewatching it, I was like, there was so much fucking green screen. What's it crazy is Captain kills America kills
0: one. Captain America one is better when he's not Cap. Yeah. Dude, I totally well, like, agree. It's, like yeah. skinny yeah. Steve, skinny Steve scenes, like fucking a. That is the that, fucking shit. And then the, Erskine, yeah. like pointing that at his heart as he dies. That's It's like, and now you have like. Like I didn't like Cap that much at all before these movies, and then he has like these scenes that are like just got the heart, like the, like the end of Winter Soldier. Where he's like, "I'm not going to fight you, Bucky," and he sets the shield down and gets his ass beat. Like I fucking love and he gets that scene. Shot. God, I fucking I love that fucking scene. And then Captain he was like, "Captain
3: America." He's like,
0: "I can do this all day." I was like,
3: "Oh my fucking god!"
0: I fucking <laughs> lo- I fucking love Cap, man.
3: Yeah. yeah he he is what superman should be in the exactly Zack Snyder films. To, yes. quote, he, to quote to quote
0: another superhouse member jeremy he said we should be cheering every time superman takes a shit
3: yeah no that, that's the thing though like i i shouldn't give a shit about like it's funny because to me if you take superman and put captain america right beside one another superman is obviously the bigger character and I could literally give a shit about Superman at this point in the film. It, it, yeah. In all the films he's been in. And I root more for Captain America. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, no, think his yeah. costume, I think his costume looks dumb. I don't care for it aesthetically. But the Russo brothers, like with Winter Soldier, I even think it looks pretty cool the, in First Avenger. And even now. Like, they fucking get how to make a suit look fucking cool. No, I mean, look. Going it's back to Winter like,
0: Soldier, like, like, they're like he goes to the uh, the museum at the end and steals the old costume and I love that because they're like look I'm going old school baby this is about cap like they just mm-hmm. don't care how cheesy it is it's like it's on un- un- unapologetic like we're and this then, is motherfucking cap baby He's about to run in with that old school suit what's up you know I think was that, so great
3: and that gives a lot of credit to Chris Evans playing fucking Captain America this dude is fucking brilliant in this role and I think if they recast him i like it, it would make me sad like i need at least yeah. like 10 more yeah. i need 10 more captain america with chris evans he, <laughs> yeah you know like i mean i get he will probably not do that many and i'll be sad but mm-hmm. you know i just he embodies him and he just gets to that character and like selling those performances every time he's on screen like i believe he like if i met chris evans in real life i would just be like you're the greatest human being alive. would be like, no, I'm actually a really shitty dude. I'm like, but you're Captain America. would be like, oh my God. You know, like, I just feel like he gets who Captain America is. And like, yeah. Yeah. you know, even with the best directors can't get certain performances out of certain people. But like, with the Russo brothers and Chris Evans, they get who Cap is. And I think they also get, coming from like, you know, Robert Downey, I mean, he's a great actor being Iron Man, but a lot of could have changed. Like he could have hated the Russo brothers. So we get a shittier Iron Man, but they also get Iron Man. So they can play this smarmy, like kind of fuck rich kid, you know, with money. I don't know, man, it's such a good fucking movie. And those guys are best mm. friends. And I just want them to hug and kiss, yeah. and love each other. And it's just, it's so much fun to watch them. And I, you know, I want more winter soldier. He's just such a yeah. cool character. I agree with what Stefan was saying about him being the Wolverine of this like franchise. Um, just everyone in there just had their time, had their due and to bring these characters over from like Joss Whedon to like John Favreau to whoever, like Shane Black directing Iron Man 3 and then these guys just getting these characters and like even with Ant-Man and just having to like embody each one of these characters says a lot for the actors they've chosen for these roles. Also, also how great of directors they are to kind of, I mean I don't know how they did it but I'm assuming like when you get Paul Rudd it's like Paul Rudd, be Paul Rudd as A-Man. He's got <laughs> it. You know, and it's like, hey, Chris Evans, be Captain America. Hey, Robert Downey, be Iron Man. Uh, Scarlet, you got to be, uh, you know, you got to be Black Widow. Let's do it, you know? And, like, these, I feel like the actors we have playing these characters really enjoy playing the characters. Because I think if they didn't, you'd know. You would know at a point. Like, I think we'll know when Chris Evans gets tired of playing Cap. I think we'll know when Robert Downey gets tired of playing Iron Man. Um, you'll see it in a performance, you know what be like, It's time for a new one. But at this point, I think they're all just kind of like riding this wave of just the fun of being in a comic book movie. And I'm sure it's yeah. hard fucking work. I can't imagine showing up being in makeup for several hours and having to go perform. Like, it sounds terrible. I don't want to do mm-hmm. that. You know, I don't even want to go put clothes on a hanger at work. <laughs> I can't even imagine what it's like to fucking put on a costume and fucking go do it every, you know, yeah. To make us ha- to make us the fans happy, you know? Like, these guys love this, and I think, you know, as much as people, you know, oh, this is the last Iron Man, or this might be the last time Robert plays Iron Man, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he does it a couple more times before he's done. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I can't imagine the kick, the feel you get of being an actor and someone coming up to you, a little kid, and being like, you're Iron Man. It's like when yeah. someone looks at my artwork and says this is really cool, man, like, how'd you do this? And, like, ask me about it. I'm just like, oh, okay, you know, well, I just did it in Photoshop, but, you know, this feels pretty good, you know? (laughs) Like, it just feels nice when people acknowledge what you've done, and I can't imagine on that level of being fucking Iron Man or Captain America and having, like, little kids being like, you're my Captain America. That's got to feel fucking amazing, man, you know? Um, Like, I remember
1: uh, there was a video from a couple years ago. It was when Iron Man 3 was coming out, and it was at Comic-Con, and they had a bunch of kids come on for, like, an Iron Man costume contest or whatever, and then suddenly just Robert Downey just, Jr. just shows up while they're all just standing there and, like, giving all the kids, like, high fives and stuff, and he was just fucking loving every minute of it.
0: Yeah, I saw that video. It's it's pretty excellent.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's what's great about these actors. It's like, they seem generally, like, even if they haven't read the source material, they seem to care about, like, mm-hmm. the characters they're playing about because... I think what, like, uh, uh, John Bernthal said about Punisher is, like, you have this obligation to the fans, like, people who have been reading Mm -hmm. this, like, I mean, there are people in the theater that have been reading Captain America before movies of Captain America ever existed, you know, Mm -hmm. and they've been dying for this moment, so I assume when they see Civil War, they're just like, oh my god, this is fucking great, you know, it's like, uh. I was trying to think of something that I love just that much. And I think it's probably just seeing like the new star Wars film of something I grew up with and is always, and have always loved. Um, and just like getting this new film that I feel like is finally for me. Mm-hmm. And just being like, God, this is fucking good. I don't care what any of you motherfuckers say. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, like I can imagine, like, I'm sure people who are really big captain America fans probably love the first Avenger. Whereas I'm like, I'm not a big Cap fan. And as a film fan, I think half of it's good, the other half is okay. I'm sure there are people who are like, fuck you, fuck your face, I hate you, and <laughs> it's great, because I haven't had this cool of a Captain America, you know, before, and who knows what happened. They probably like, shit themselves watching Winter Soldier, because I almost mm-hmm. did, so... Like,
0: yeah. I-, I can tell you the exact scene where I was like, I am now on board with Captain America, and that's when he jumped on that fucking grenade in the first one, when he was still skinny oh, dude, Steve. yeah. I was yeah. like, holy fucking shit, this is... This is fucking awesome, and you don't see this a whole lot in a whole lot of other movies. And yeah. he's still that same guy uh, mm-hmm. throughout the and- rest of the of the movies, and it's it's great, it's fucking great. And my only other exposure to Captain America, for the most part, was from uh, the Marvel fighting games, like Marvel Marvel superheroes and uh, Marvel versus Capcom, and other than that, like, not, not a whole lot because he wasn't in the X-Men cartoon. He wasn't in any other cartoons I watched when I was a kid. I knew who he was, of course, but that's really it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Kind of the same for me. Uh, I just – I mean, uh, Stefanova and I have talked about it on camera Noise, just our love for, you know, reading a comic book and then just kind of wishing for this stuff to be on the big screen for a long time. And uh, I've had people in my life to be like, why do you want to watch every comic book movie that comes out? And it's like, you can't explain that. Like, it's just you want to see what you read live, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. I don't don't know how to explain it. I just want to see every comic book movie, even if it's shitty. You know, like, I I hope X-Men Apocalypse is great. I hope it fucking blows me out of the water. But I'm going to see it, and I'll be the first one to say if it's a big piece of shit or not. But, you know... It's <laughs> That's going to be when, a
0: very interesting episode. <laughs> yeah, it, it,
3: but it's it's great when you go see Captain America Civil War and you're just like, how? why are they calling this Captain America Civil War? It should just be called Civil War. How are they going to balance all these characters? Like, there's so many. And then just, like, watching it and you're going, I don't know how they fucking did it, but they did it. And it's fucking great. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Sign me up for the next one. Infinity War, I need it right... Like, after that finished, I was like... I'm ready for a four-hour film of Infinity War. Let's go!
1: Yeah. I need fucking Black Panther. I need a new Spider-Man. I need Infinity War. I need fucking everything right now.
3: Yeah, it's just... Uh, Marvel's fucking killing it. And I know, Andrew, you said something like that DC is another beast into itself, but I really feel like the people who are doing the DC films now really need to take note of what uh, Marvel's doing. And uh, I was talking to Joey just through text, and he was just like, well, they've had years to do this. And I said, my response was, if you have a good team, they can make a fucking good movie. It doesn't just—it doesn't matter how much information you have or how many films you've watched about them. If I watched every Captain America and it was shitty and then saw Civil War, the Civil War I saw in the theater, that's a great fucking movie.
0: My you friend know? explained it like this. DC is essentially asleep behind the wheel. Like... <laughs>
3: Yeah, I mean, like I, I, I want to
0: love them. Like, look, I've I've been a very big DC fan. I have, and I liked mm-hmm. Man of Steel, but like Batman vs Superman was just not good, and I, I've I've been a Zack Snyder apologist for years because I mean I liked 300. I thought Watchmen was okay. Um, they, Dawn of the Dead was great. Uh, Man of Steel good, but now it's like. I don't know, it's just like, they're not totally getting it, and they're kind of embarrassed of their characters, and it's like, yeah. do do what Marvel's doing, like, accept who the fuck your characters are. Yes, Superman is vanilla. He's fucking, like, kind of boring in some ways, but still, he's got that old-school flavor. He's fucking, like, he's the OG motherfucker. Like, you could really make, a, like, a classic superhero Superman movie. Like... Get George Miller on it or Brad Bird or somebody like that. Like it could be fucking incredible. But they're just, again, they're asleep behind the wheel and they're embarrassed and they want to hide behind darkness and grimness and stuff like that. And that works for Batman. And that works for some characters, but it doesn't work for everybody. And what Marvel is doing, and it almost pains me to say this, but they're doing it better and because they ex- they accept who their characters are. They don't change even Vision's pink face. His fucking face is still pink. They're not apologetic about it. They're fucking following exactly what that fucking character is and mm-hmm. running with it. And for the love of fucking God, D- DC just fucking do that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean yeah. that's like it's also like talking about like how we've all been kind of upset that, um, that there's no like costuming for the X Men. It's like they're ashamed of like the X Men costumes, but that's what we all know and love. And there's a great way to do all those costumes. I know it's out there. Yeah. There's some fu- fucking fashion designer that can figure this shit out. Just pay them just pay him some fucking money, and they'll do it, and it'll look great. Uh, I know this because I watched the Wolverine deleted scenes and that fucking Wolverine suit looked fucking spot on. I saw yes. that, yeah. And I oh also like photo. like
0: like with Mystique, like I, I, I look I, I I hate I almost hate to say it, but like I would rather her wear that white dress with the skull belts than being fully naked. Yeah. I always thought that yeah. I always thought that <laughs> naked that that her being naked like, okay, it's Rebecca Romaine or Jennifer Lawrence being naked, but she's not really naked. She's got a full fucking thing on and it's she's more covered than wearing a bikini, so like it doesn't even matter. Like, just fucking make Andrew's her blue. Just
3: She's not really naked.
0: <laughs> yeah, make her really naked, or put, make her blue mean, uh, and wear the yeah. fucking. You could spend less money on a fucking makeup uh, department and get her a fucking uh, white skirt or whatever the fuck. White dress because that was a very iconic mystique, and yeah. this Jennifer Lawrence Rebecca Remain mystique has been pretty much weak. We're yeah. kind of all over the point place right now. But yeah, I agree. I agree.
1: It's like uh, when uh, the first images of Apocalypse came out and everyone was talking, oh, it looks like Ivan Ooze. And then there's also things of like, you know, look at the, what these cosplayers have done. And, they, and it's like a faithful look of Apocalypse and it looks fucking better than your studio-driven film. Where it's like, these people that spent like, uh, you know, hours on their own with like, fucking you know plastic and whatever and spray painted and it looks you know 10 times better than what you have and thankfully they have like you do notice from that first image to like the most latest trailer they made him less purple more blue looking and they added a bit more of the lines down to it yeah the lines
0: up. are the most important thing i'd say yeah yeah
1: like i remember the uh the post credit scene from days of future past i'm just like Why didn't they have the lines on his face? Because, like, that was, like, one of the iconic-looking parts of him was uh, just the blue on his face. And it's just, like, if you don't have that, it's, like... I went with a friend who was just, like, who was that? And it's just, like, that was supposed to be Apocalypse, but I'm, like, you would have known it better if they actually had him look like Apocalypse.
0: I feel kind of weird talking about this with especially Bryan Singer because... Like I said before, like, Quicksilver didn't look that great, but he had, like, one of the best scenes, if not the best scene in the movie. Yeah. So, like, even... I feel like even if Brian Singer's uh, costume design is not great, it's really not a lot of the time, Yeah. Uh, he he will nail some scenes at least, so... Right. Um, and, shit, that, some of those, like, the Nightcrawler scene and the Quicksilver scene, and Maddie talked <laughs> about this in Camera Noise a bit, but... Uh, or even our previous podcast in Superhouse but uh, i mean yeah some of the, a lot of the x-men movies are just about like singular scenes but at least he got something right as opposed mm-hmm. to like literally maybe one scene where batman's fighting arkham style in uh, BVS yeah like like that scene was great but i mean you got a batman using guns and killing people and all that and it's just like look I know you wanna be dark, but fucking Christ, can we yeah. <laughs> please not turn Batman into Punisher with a cape? Right. Like Hell this v-
1: Punisher had more restraint in the Daredevil season than Batman did. That and you were talking about, you know, Superman being like how can they do any scenes vanilla it's like, dude, they fucking did that with Captain America. We have Yeah. Awesome, yeah. Like you have to admire the purity.
0: Yeah, to, like, admire the purity of that character and, uh, I don't know, just, again, like we talked about before, like, having that, like, Grant Morrison take where, or Jeff Johns, where the, uh, a lot of the character arc isn't really Superman's character arc, but it's how Superman influences Metropolis, like, how everybody becomes uh, more hopeful, you know, like, let's see what this symbol can do, what, what, uh goodness and purity can do because you we do live in a world where Deadpool and Suicide Squad are extremely popular and they are great characters but there is definitely a lack of like that old-school purity there and if like you could like come back like Marvel's done kinda with Captain America and come back to that and say hey we're not dirty and dark like that we're pure as fuck like Whoever the fuck is directing Superman and like make that cool or, you know, yeah, like make that cool like Captain America or whatever. Like that would be something because yeah. I, I don't know, like if you if you look at like the millennials and I, I'm generalizing like fuck right now, but like Deadpool and Suicide Squad are. Making they're becoming much more popular. These anti-hero dark characters are much more popular than uh, Superman is, and 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 Superman's supposed to be the most popular character in the world. So something is changing. Possibly something's changing. I don't want to sound like I'm trying to make big predictions here, but I don't know. There's there's something going on where there's definitely people are more attracted to the, that darkness and. But it's not really working as far like like what we've seen with Batman vs. Superman. So, um, something's well, I, off. Something's off.
3: Well, I think it's good to balance the, like, you have, with Marvel, you have the Captain America, you have the Tony Starks, and then you get Deadpool, which is this totally thing from, like, left field. And it's great to see, especially being, like, someone who can go see an R-rated movie and misses seeing those kind of R-rated movies. But it's right. like, you, like... I think that might be why I'm not excited about seeing Suicide Squad so much is because, like, I have this, I have all these dark characters all the time. Like, why would I want to go see these other ones? I mean, obviously I'm going to see it. But they haven't really set up why, like, you don't have this really good Superman and there's a Batman that is, you know, our quintessential Batman who is dark but refuses to use guns. You have this Zack Snyder bastardization of these characters. And then here comes the new dc movie suicide squad it's like i'm basically getting the same characters like i just feel like i have two i just have these villains i'm watching again um i mean i i definitely think suicide squad will be better just knowing that director's work i thought the fury was great or fury um (laughs) but um you know i i I definitely like the main reason i want to see it is because of the director i think the cast is very interesting as well i'm also totally i'm totally in for a letdown I'm going into that thinking that DC will let me down yet again, whereas Marvel, like I kind of go in being like, with certain franchises, I'll go in and be like, I don't know, I don't know what to expect, but most of the time I come out being like, that wasn't great, it was a lot of fun. Uh, The Thor movies I really like, but like I kind of, I had higher expectations going into the new Cat movie because I really enjoyed Winter Soldier so much and just, I was really hoping they could capture that magic again. And you know what? They did it. And it was wonderful. And <laughs> my God, I can't wait for Infinity War. I just, they get, I can't say it enough. They just get the characters. They get what I want to see out of these characters. And I think, you know, they get what like a lot of people want to see out of our superheroes, you know. Uh, they put them in their costumes for the most part, uh, which is something that Brian Singer and co. don't want to do for whatever reason. And it's just like, come on, man. Like, we're not asking for a lot here, man. I just want to see Wolverine and some yellow spandex, dude. Come on, give it to me.
0: Yeah, I know. When you look at those posters, it's like everybody's wearing black, and it's just, it's and, and and even the makeup, like, look, I know a lot of makeup people now because I've, I don't know, I've worked on Face Off here in LA, and like, I don't know. I, I know those people, and the makeup doesn't seem that good for a big Hollywood movie. It could be better. Um,. And, yeah, just fucking, like, you need, like, a fucking full-on colorful rainbow of these characters, and we're just not... We're not getting it. Psylocke looks pretty much on point, though.
3: Yeah. Like, that's, like, from the the, the fucking... (laughs)
0: Like, from the comics. And there was that shot. There was that shot, like, that they put online, maybe in in, uh, response to uh, all the backlash that we're seeing. But it it seemed like Nightcrawler had that, like, red V-looking shape, and... Even Cyclops sort of had the uh, neck strap, like the Jim Lee designs were there. And look, I know there's old school X Men fans out there that, like, when Jim Lee designs came out, they were like, this isn't my X Men. Look, I I understand that, but fuck, that's my X Men, and, like, that's the fucking shit that I want. Like, Jim Lee, I know you're at DC now, that's sad, but, like, you fucking made the best X Men. You and Chris Claremont, like we just need that until the end of fucking time. Like, yeah. just fucking put those out there. And uh, again, like, look, this movie could be good, and, and and all the costumes could be complete shit. Like, it's still possible. Yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll see what happens. Um, this this that young kid that's playing Cyclops still seems a bit off to me, and even like Nightcrawler seems sort of off. I do like Sufi Turner as Jean Gray. I think she's a pretty good pick. Uh, I feel like
3: the with Nightcrawler for me is like they're just, just like I know he's religious and stuff, but I feel like they play that up so fucking much in his like character and it's just like Oh, from X two? With... Yeah, and it's just like they're still harking on that like X two bullshit and it's like, yeah. Man, just like give me a solid Nightcrawler, man, like throw in some Catholic religion, but like don't fucking and that's the thing that gets me about Brian Singer. He's constantly like pressuring us into this. Mutants are different. Like this is why they're different. And it's just like God damn it, man! Like I don't get this when I watch any other like Marvel movie. You know, like I don't know what Cap's religion is. I don't give a shit. Like he could be Christian as fucking Republican, but he's going to do the right thing. So fuck yeah, I'm all for Cap.
0: No, I, I actually I worked on the Blu-ray for Avengers. There uh, is
1: that one line he has in Avengers where it's like, yeah. Uh... Like oh they're base when he goes to like deal with Thor and Loki and like they're basically gods. It's like that's not what God looks like and jumps off the airplane. Like, that's exact. Like, that's all you need from him and that's it. Like that's that, exactly what it, I was talking it about. exactly explains like his thoughts on religion, but like you don't need any more.
0: Like Joss Whedon actually says in the director's commentary on the Blu-ray, he says, "Look, I'm an atheist." He comes clean and says that, but he says, "Look." Cap is this character, and I had to, and you, you have to write Cap like that. And uh, I yeah. thought that was so great, because that's what the fuck Cap is. Cap would say some shit like that, and it's, I thought it was a great line.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just, like, that's the thing between, like, John, uh, Whedon and the Russo brothers, just, like, most of the Marvel Cinematic Universe to this point is, like, they don't get into specifics, it's, like, these little nods that, like, you guys pick up or like you know i'm sure if i would have like i actually have like avengers recording uh on dvr just to like re-watch it again um but uh i just i feel like just brian singer just harks on this shit all the time about how different everyone is and like has to play up these characters motives like Oh, God, it just fucking kills me, man. Like, this wasn't the comics to me.
0: Do you think that Brian Singer and X-Men in general has sort of lost something because, A, the civil rights movement... Again, look, I'm not saying everything's equal, but it's not as bad as the time it was written in, which was the 60s. 63, I think, uh, was when the first one came out. Uh, And you have, like, the whole... You know MLK, uh, Malcolm X movement going on, so there was obviously something to pull from from there, and then there was kind of reappropriated in recent years for the LGBT movement, and of course Brian Singer is openly gay, so there's that, and I think he wants to put that in there. But I do you think that X Men has kind of lost something because it doesn't have, like of course there's still prejudice in the world, but it's at least in America it's gotten like a shitload better.
1: I feel like I, for I think the, uh, in the comics, yeah. I think they kind of lost that a bit because there are just so many other superhero groups. Like in the comics, they they're still the Avengers, they're the Inhumans, and everything else is so and so different. So it's like still trying to play off those same stories uh, makes it a little more difficult when people are like, "Oh, how can you like you know Captain America or Iron Man but hate Wolverine when they're all superheroes?" Uh, but yet, yeah, like, them still having their own Cinemax universe in the sense of just X-Men where it's, like, just mutants. I can still see them, like, being able to play into those prejudice and being able to kind of use a lot of that. But I do see, like, where you're talking about where, like, almost every film has been, like, just constantly going on on that same issue over and over again. But it is a, a point in which they can use for you know, a point of reference for other people to get into.
3: Yeah, I mean, I get where you're... I get it, but at the same time, it's just like, goddamn, like, there's been, like, fucking so many X-Men films. It's so preachy when Brian Singer deals with it all the time. And I don't want to go and be preached to at a fucking X-Men movie. I I get
0: that. Um, Yeah, you could could have, like, the Prejudice theme and then it not be... You can have a Prejudice theme and then it not be like totally like preachy. You know what I mean? It could still be mutant prejudice and it not have to necessarily be about anything else.
3: (laughs) And I mean that's the thing with the X-Men movies. Like every one of them has been like every time the mutants show up in like a realistic setting – and some, like, Wolverine pops his claws. You get that reaction every time from a person that's like, oh, my God, you're different. And it's like, God damn it, man, move past this. It's like, I don't see that in a fucking Captain America movie. I don't see it, yeah. you know, in the Avengers films. People just accept this. And I get that it's, like, what he's hinting at is not, like, you know, LGBT and everything that's going on in our current world is, like, you know, it's fucked up, man. And I just – you, it's just – movies are escapism for me. It's kinda like reading a novel or playing a video game. Like if you want to touch on those subjects, that's great. And I will commend you for touching on those subjects and be like, that was a really great moment when Cap did this and to this like you know, if for example, if they put in the next Avengers film or Infinity War a gay character and there's a like not a right out mention of the character being gay, but just like appreciation of Cap like accepting this hero for who he is. That would be fucking phenomenal for the great gay community i'm not saying that but for me like brian uh, like um, brian senior just harks on it so much yeah He's like, oh yeah. my god dude you gotta stop rubbing this in man this is not like what they want what what that community wants what i think they want is just for them to be outright and be like hey this gay character from the comic books is in this movie now and they're a gay character and that's it it's kind of like when you watch mad max fury road And Furiosa doesn't have a fucking arm. Do they mention it at one single point in that movie? No. She is just a character, and she does what she fucking has to do, and it (laughs) moves on. And that's the thing, man. It's like this harking on, like, we're different. We're so different. It's like, that's not what that community wants is from my friends that I know in that community. They don't want to be singled out. They just want to be accepted. And, I mean, I'm all for, like... You know i know there's been a lot of talk of like the new star wars film including gay characters and stuff like yeah fuck yeah man if they're fucking badass and it makes a cool fucking star wars movie i'll be the first one to be like fuck yes we needed more of this back then you know Mm. i just feel like there's a good way to do this and there's a bad way and for me the singer films for the most part is the bad way of doing it it's just like you're not making a fun film you know you're not making a film that people can like get behind i feel like probably more people get behind, like, the captive, like the Winter Soldiers or the, you know, Civil Wars because they're seeing more characters that look like them and resemble them, you know, like, having Black Panther be, like, I didn't think he was gonna be that big of a character, but he was, you know? It's like, that's gotta be great for, like, the Black community to just seeing this, like, strong character who actually, like, fucking kicks Winter Soldier's fucking ass a lot of the time. And, I don't know, man, I just, like, fucking, it just gets to me, like, I just, I mean, maybe people need to be force-fed this shit, but I'm not one of those people. Like, just, man, just give me a good fucking movie. Just give me good characters that are written well. I don't care if they're gay or they're super religious or fucking, I just don't care, man. I just want to watch a good fucking movie, and I want to see my fucking superheroes do fucking superhero shit. You know? Like, ah, just get shit out of me. And I'm afraid when I see X-Men Apocalypse, I'm going to get the same bullshit.
0: I think you have like a, you have like a whole generation of kids too that are growing up in a world where, uh, gay marriage is legal and there's a bunch of essentially more gay acceptance than we've ever seen in our whole lives. And of course, if you're in the countryside in America or wherever, like it's not going to be much different than it was 20 years ago, maybe, but like a lot of people grow up in cities or near cities and to to kind of keep on harping on this it's it seems like okay we've moved past it like let's like what you're saying manny let's let's talk about something else like we don't need to harp on this quite so hard like you,
3: you i did cater, hear you, an you article cater, though you you can't Oops, cater this ahead. shit to stupid fucking assholes all the time you know like i feel yeah. like it, it. just like you can't like I mean, you're just gonna like the the people who want to go see your X Men films are gonna get tired of it, and the next X Men film that comes out, they'll just be like, Fuck it, I don't care." Like, like after, the like, like the uh, Apocalypse sucks. I just think I'm done with X Men. Like the evolution like, I thing. Just don't give a shit.
0: Like Nightcrawler again with evolution. Like evolution is absolutely pivotal. The you know the concept of evolution is pivotal to the X men Men's. Storyline and the concept, right? They've evolved yeah. to a, a higher level or whatever you want to call it with mutant powers, and then you have a character like Nightcrawler who's deeply religious, and uh, but it would be cool to have like a scene like, look, the Catholic Church has a science division and we fully accept evolution, and that would be cool to see. I know, I guess I'm kind of going off topic because that's not really about. Uh, homosexual acceptance but uh you know like I mean, it, it, like, it, it could be cool the... it could be it could be handled better it could be handled better
3: yeah I, I, the thing that like i mean i don't know i mean you can be religious and accept like i mean god when you think about like what the fuck jesus did he was just <laughs> like even even if he wasn't down with homosexuality he wasn't not gonna hang out with you and try to change like be like hey this is what i'm preaching you yeah? and it, even if he even if you were like yo Uh, I'm not down with that. I want to, like, sleep with my same sex. And he'd be like, well, you're going to hell. And you'd be like, well, so so I'll see whoever's there in hell. Later, dude. You know, like, then Jesus wasn't like, oh, I'm going to smite you and burn you to a thousand pieces. He was just like, cool, man, moving on. I'm going (laughs) to go try to save all these other people over here. And it's just like, man, it just, dude, I just get so upset. It's just like, ah. it just, like, bugs me, the whole, like, Christianity and Christ-like thing. It's like, these people who are Christians aren't acting Christ-like, in my opinion. I feel like mm. <laughs> more people that are, like, people who say that they're atheists and don't believe anything are more Christ-like than actual Christians. Because, like, Christians hang out with the same fucking people all the time. They gossip more than, like you, like, you don't hear our podcast just gossiping about, like, fucking people all the time, you know? Like, we don't give a shit about that. It, it just blows my mind, like oh dude that shit gets me riled up man and yeah. like i feel like this is this is from an x-men conversation fuck this is not what i want to talk about talking about X Men. i i'm sorry I for sort of bring
0: it's just so yeah, it's no, so it's easy to bring I, up with with nightcaller being a catholic character but you he's, it, it's set in this world where is evolution is such a X-Men. huge deal
5: like
1: yeah. you know bring into There's a lot of actual politics in the X-Men as well. But, you know, you're absolutely right, Matty. uh, Stuff about, like, how it's funny, like, hearing, like, oh, Republicans, like, they're so religious and stuff. It's like, no, you're not. Because, like, most of the time, like, more on the Democratic side, it's like, they're trying to, you know, help poor, doing, like, these social things. Where it's, like, end up, you know, Republicans are like, no, fuck you, I got mine. Or it's like, that's not really very Christian of you doing that. Yeah.
3: I mean, and that's the thing I like about Nightcrawler. Uh, I mean, even if he is religious, he kind of sticks by his guns. He, you know, he helps people. He's going out of his way. It's not like Nightcrawler's like, oh, I'm Catholic and I'm staying behind, you know, because I don't believe in violence. Like, Nightcrawler fights for a cause. And, like, you know, even though he doesn't see the way Wolverine sees or Cyclops sees, he's he's there to fight the good fight, whatever that fight might be. Like, he's obviously going to fight Apocalypse, you know, He's yeah. this being that is trying to destroy the world, and that's not what he wants. And that's – like, I mean, it's fine being religious. I'm not saying – if you want to be religious oh, yeah. and that gets and that gets you through the day, being a Christian and, like, praying to God, that's fine. But don't blame me for not believing in that. And I just yep. – I, I don't even know what we're talking about at this point. It's just like <laughs> – you know, like, I just I, – I think what I'm getting back to is, like, I just don't want the X-Men films to be so preachy. And I, I'm afraid with the line of the apocalypse is like, you know, the part in the trailer where it's like, it's the four horsemen. and Well, maybe they got it from him and it's like, Oh my God, if this relates back to some kind of super religious thing, I'm just going to lose my fucking mind. <laughs> I think that's um, I probably just, like, just
1: that one reference there since, you know, yeah, it is what, his four That's what I hope,
3: James. That's what I hope. But you know, like I don't have any problem with like Nightcrawler is one of my favorite characters. I'm excited to see him. Mm-hmm. I hope he has another cool part besides one cool action scene in the beginning of x2 that was mm-hmm. my biggest disappointment with that film was like i've been waiting to see nightcrawler on the big screen because i mean we've all played the four-player x-men game he's a great character oh, yeah. to play. Yeah. he's yeah. one of my favorites to play in that um you know and it was great to see him on the big screen but he, he was wasted in my opinion and mm-hmm. i'm hoping that like the new one he'll get a bigger screen he'll get more screen time it already looks like i saw a scene where he's like uh i forget who he's fighting maybe archangel
1: yeah, Archangel yeah. in like some cage match or something. Yeah,
3: and I was like, this looks pretty cool. Like, I like, I like this look. I think it's pretty interesting. I don't know how it ties into the film, but um, you know, I'm, you know, I just, I just don't want so much preachy shit. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. people, people are different, and that's fine. And I, I guess maybe for me, I'm just very accepting of different lifestyles and what people yeah. want to do. I just the way I live my life is if it makes you happy, do it as long as you're not hurting other people like if you're yeah. a cannibal and you're eating people and killing people that's wrong you shouldn't do that uh-huh. because that person might not have wanted to been to been uh, your food or killed you know but like if you want to worship god or you don't or you know you want to worship satan you want to be gay you're gay or you know you know you need to i just i don't care I just be who you are have fun with it You only get one chance at this life, so be the best person you can be. Treat people like, you know, just the way you want to be treated. And I just, I feel like when I watch that in a film and it's constantly being berated on me, film after film, I'm just like, fuck, I just like, I don't care. Like, I know, I know how Mm -hmm. I want to live my, I just want to see a good fucking X-Men film, guys. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) I just want to like, I just want to go watch it and be like, this is the comic book I read as a fucking 10-year-old, you know? And I feel like with Civil War... Getting back to that, which is where we started, uh, <laughs> that's what I got. I felt like, even though I didn't read Avengers comics, but I felt like that's what I wanted an X-Men comic to be to me. Like, I wanted to see that head-to-head. Like, you know when the X-Men show, the 90s show opened up and it had, like, Sabretooth and Magneto, and it's like Wolverine and Cyclops running towards the middle? Yeah. Like, yeah, that yeah. scene when the Avengers run towards each other, I was like, the Russo brothers just made the best fucking X-Men movie. Yeah. But yeah. it has no X-Men in it. You know? And it's yeah. just like, and then that rumor that they kind of want to get Wolverine in on the Infinity Wars, I was like, oh my God, if you do this to me, I will, you <laughs> I will have so many of your babies and you'll love it. Oh. Um, you know, I just, I, I, it's so good, man. I just fucking love that movie. I'm just scared that the apocalypse won't be as good. And that makes, I just, mm-hmm. I just want a, a good X Men movie. And, it, you know, I don't feel like I want much from it. You know, I just want Civil War and an X Men movie. Is that hard? Can we do that? Can we make that happen? You know, it's just—I mean, people get paid millions of dollars to make good films, and I haven't seen one good X-Men movie yet. First class is good, but it just, I just—I need to see like the essential like '90s team going at it, you know?
0: Yeah, that's not going to happen until we get Fox handing over characters to Disney, probably.
3: I want to see yeah. Wolverine jump up on a Sentinel that looks like a Sentinel and rip his head off. <laughs> well, yeah, too much.
0: It would be so like great if they did that, but there would be one problem. That would be Deadpool because Deadpool should definitely not be under Disney. Fox did a pretty good job at that first one, so hmm. maybe if Deadpool's like I don't know, like went over to X Force, but they still have Colossus, and and that's a big mess actually. But maybe if just Fox would fucking follow more of what Marvel did for the X-Men franchise, but still stayed at Fox so Deadpool could come in and out here and there.
5: What?
0: Maybe something yeah. like that.
1: The only I mean, scene have... I would want of Deadpool in, like, a Marvel film is him, like, going up to the Avengers mansion, just trying to get in, and then just slamming the door on him. That's or him hitting,
0: <laughs> him hitting on Thor, like, oh, you have big arms
1: because he's busy. like him knocking at the door iron man opens up it's like oh fuck you and just closes the <laughs> yeah, door on him. Yeah.
3: i mean this God. is all you have to do to put deadpool in like a disney film you just have to have him turn to the camera break the break the wall and go so for this film i have to be pg-13 so you guys aren't going to see the normal wisecracks that i normally do which i like just some kind of spiel And then he cracks a joke about like... And he can say penis jokes all day long because as long as he's not dropping fucking F-bombs and fucking curse words, he's basically fine. I've
1: read something online. Someone had a good idea about this. I forget where, but it's like... In PG-13 movies, you get one F-bomb.
0: One fuck, yeah.
1: So he, the whole time, he knows he's in a PG-13 movie, so he's going to try and like, wait for a perfect moment to use it, but then someone else does it, and he's just like... Just get so pissed off from that. That would
0: would be great. That'd be great. (laughs) It was so good for what they did, though, so I kind of, you know, like, hopefully they just keep going with that. Like, just make the Deadpool universe, make the X-Force universe, make them all rated R. Make Cable say fuck a thousand times. You know, whoever the fuck, I don't know much about X-Force, but whoever the fuck else, Bishop, you know, like, just fucking go with it, dude. Like, you obviously, like, hit, hit a chord there, like... That shit was fucking hilarious so just just keep fucking going with that
3: yeah i mean there i mean there's so many options with x-force i read a really cool x-force where it's uh deadpool kind of stumbles on to them trying to rebirth apocalypse and he's just like he, basically the comic starts and Deadpool's just walking and complaining about how the x-force like kicked him out for the moment and he's just like oh hey, what's that shiny thing over there and then he just like runs across the like this plateau And, like, goes through the sewer. And he's like, oh, fuck. Are they trying to, like, regrow Apocalypse or some shit? And then he falls. And then, like, before he falls, he, like, signals the X-Force. He's like, hey, guys, I think, like, uh, you know, they're trying to uh, bring Apocalypse back. And then Wolverine is basically ah, fuck. What the fuck happened to Deadpool? And that is the start of an X-Force comic.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Deadpool just finds something and then just, like, I mean, that would be fucking great. Like, I'd love to see, like, a more rated wolverine i think he is he can do the pg-13 he can also do the r-rated i mean he's fucking wolverine yeah he could kind oh, of
0: yeah. do both for sure and yeah. i
3: would i would like to see that because uh, the that x-force also consisted of like psylocke and then this uh, character called phantom x which i think maybe grant morrison developed and he was just kind mm-hmm. of a weird dude but i don't necessarily need to see him i mean obviously cable has to be in there and stuff but um I don't know. I, there's a way to do this, and there are people that are smart enough to figure it out. It's just if Fox trusts them enough to do it and lets them take the gamble, and I think with seeing a film like Deadpool do so well, they're going to take that gamble more often. So it'll be interesting after Apocalypse, if this is like Singer's like last X-Men film, to see if they like give it to someone else, like the creative team behind Deadpool or some other guys that those Deadpool guys know. They're like, these guys are fucking great. You need to give them X-Men. They know you know, because the the Fox side of of what uh, what they own of the Marvel, like they need the Russo brothers, that Russo brother team over there doing that.
0: Yeah, I agree. But, I I mean, it's it's just, yeah. We'll see how it goes. It's I, like I said, it's going to be complicated because Deadpool's so like I, I if it wasn't for Deadpool, I'd like for the whole. Thing like X Men, just all of them, just go over to Marvel and make a Netflix series. Like let's just do that, but like Deadpool can't. Doesn't really allow for that to happen because if they if they do want Deadpool to cross over into the X Men universe, which he already has, he's been to the fucking X Mansion. You know, there's been sure. talk of Professor X and all that jazz, and Colossus is a core X Men character. Uh, <clears throat> They're 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 definitely gonna run into problems with that. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. And uh, like maybe the cleanest thing is to do X Force at Fox and the next minute at Marvel Disney. So, I don't know. We'll, I think, we'll see. We'll see.
3: I, I also think the thing is too like maybe we'll see a shift in like maybe Disney should do something different besides put their name on it. Like this is Disney, but we're called this. To do these kind of R-rated films. Miramax. Like that. I mean, we know it's Disney, but that doesn't mean it can't be, you know, like, I, I kind of look at, like, the DC animated films, and I feel like they want from, like, PG to PG-13, and then the Killing Joke looks like it's going to be, like, an R-rated animated film, you know?
0: It, yeah, that's already confirmed to be R.
3: Yeah, and it's like, if they can do that with an animated film, it's like, why can't Disney make a Deadpool 2 an r-rated
0: film you know i, look, I, I, I would just, i would love for them to do that but i don't know disney won't slap anything with they won't have anything with r with their name on it but well, that's what maybe you think maybe so
3: they get all that cash
0: may, yeah, maybe maybe if it was miramax because that's disney owned anyway so um, yeah i mean you that's put possible that so yeah deadpool under miramax maybe and then have it like loosely related like i guess there is a workaround there's always a workaround i guess
3: Dude, literally Deadpool 2 if it was like Disney and then Deadpool just got up there and be like this is a Disney film I'd be like oh fuck Deadpool you done fucked up
0: <laughs> yeah yeah you know because like
3: I mean that'd
0: be that's what that character is like he's that foul mouth like I mean you have a character that had like he got his he got like a dildo up his ass it's like a strap on up his ass in that film like <laughs> Like that, that that movie was not R because of action or language so much. It was because you have the main character getting pegged in the butt, like, (laughs) like
3: shit, like shit, like that. I was trying to think of like my favorite action scenes in that movie, and I was like, I don't think there was any.
0: But But, you know, the action. I remember the action was good. The action was. I I key in on stuff like that. Like I thought that was really great, and then. Like teenage Negasonic Warhead, I thought was gonna be stupid, but the, she was fucking awesome. And Colossus, fucking Christ, the best fucking usage of Colossus yeah. we've ever seen. Yeah, like, yeah. and it was just funny throughout. Like Ryan Reynolds just get this, gets this character, and and like them having like it had more heart than fucking most comic book movies. And it's fucking Deadpool. Like it's a whole like Beauty and the Beast type of thing. Like. Beauty's only skin deep and shit like that. Like they keyed into those themes. Like it's still, Deadpool had a fucking message. Everybody, I hate to break it to you, but he fucking did, and they pulled it off. And it was, they fucking did it. They did it. They fucking a. Like I can't wait until the next one.
3: Yeah, that was the most surprising thing about that movie. It's like I cared about what happened to Deadpool and his his lady. Yeah, I was just like, yeah. don't I don't want her to die. I don't want her to die. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, and that was the funny thing about that movie. Like the movie, I thought I'd give a shit. Like I wouldn't care about any character in that fucking movie, and I thought I would just be laughing the entire time, and people would die left and right. I'm like, oh, his girlfriend, whatever, she's dead. And but <laughs> the whole time I was just like. I was just like man I hope they get together like I know it's gonna be hard but that would be a nice ending to this and it's like they do and it's like oh my god Deadpool is a fucking romantic comedy are you fucking kidding me?
0: yeah and that, <laughs> they kind of undercut it with the humor a bit because when they say that line like that's a face I could and you think he's gonna say she's gonna say love but she says that's a face I could sit on <laughs> yeah like that's like amazing and I mean but be- still it still works it still works so well
3: yeah dude it's great i'm i didn't think i was going to be excited to like purchase it when it comes out but uh after this conversation i think i'm gonna have to go and uh, pick me up myself up a copy on tuesday
0: Yep. yeah they they said like it's like breaking blu-ray records and like personally I, I made a facebook post about this like i haven't really wanted to buy a blu-ray in a long time but i would buy the deadpool blu-ray
5: mm-hmm.
3: yeah i just I think the last one I bought, like, brand new was uh, Force Awakens, and uh, that's funny that my next one will be Deadpool.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah. There's probably a lot of people like that, though.
3: (laughs) Yeah. It's really hard for me to go out and just buy a Blu-ray straight up these days, especially with a lot of outlets to buy used Blu-ray and stuff.
0: The extras are supposedly fucking awesome.
3: I think that's a big reason, too. I just kind of want to watch, like, the filmmaking process and, yeah. you know, there's some to good videos and...
1: online about, like, the visual effects of it. Like, they show the breakdown of the opening scene. And it's, yeah. like, that whole opening scene is, like, 90% CG.
0: Yeah.
3: Doesn't look it, though, does it?
1: Nope. No.
3: Good job, guys. You did a good job with that. Yeah. From Superhouse. you guys did a good job. Yes. yeah, so well,
1: yeah they, it's the, Tim like... Tim Miller... Yeah, he's the head of Blur Studios, and if you look up their stuff, they do, like, tons of awesome CG trailers for video games, and, like, they've done, like, some movie stuff as well. They did the opening to Thor Dark World, where they're fighting oh. uh, that very opening scene. Uh, they did that. They did the hell scene from the South Park movie years ago, and they've Man, done a lot of good stuff. Cool. But, like, Man, yeah, is- they've done, like, a ton of DC Comics uh, video game stuff, too.
0: He did the uh, uh, Arkham Origins uh a tra- movie. Yeah, uh, the uh, commercial. yeah that
1: opening where they he's fighting uh, uh, Deathstroke.
0: Yeah, there's this thing on like Kevin Smith on Fat Man on Batman. He keeps talking about how uh, when he first saw, when he first heard about Tim Miller, the director, he was like, "This kid." is going places like this kid director is the best and then he, he, he got a an email from Tim Miller himself and he was like look I'm glad you like the movie but I'm actually in my 50s <laughs> and this is my <laughs> this is my first movie actually but thanks <laughs> Which is cool. It's like this is guys in his fifties, and he finally did a feature, which and it mm-hmm. turned out to be fucking huge. So, yeah. it's yeah. it was like not just for Ryan Reynolds, it was for this Tim Miller guy. And look, <laughs> by no means was this guy like uh, in poverty or anything, but still, it was cool to see him like act, like actually do this.
1: Yeah.
3: Well, I mean, it's great to like hear a fifty year old or even you know people younger than us doing this, or around our age, like making these films that we love. Because it gives you hope, man. Like, I can do this too. Like, I also have these good ideas. And, you know, it opens up doorways that, you know, even though I'm doing this certain thing, I could direct this next movie or whatever. I don't know, man. It's just great. It's great that, you know, people get these opportunities and they make these great movies. And, you know, hopefully Deadpool 2 will be even better than Deadpool 1. And we'll just, I don't know, man. It's a great time to be alive and be watching comic book movies, in my opinion. Oh, it's yeah. the
0: best, man. It's the fucking yeah. best.
3: And I mean, I hate to be. Like, sometimes I'm just like, you should watch more artsy shit, but I get so excited for these fucking comic book movies, man. Yeah, I <laughs> know. Uh, like, I love that artsy shit too, man. And But I get so psyched when, like, when you were like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go see Civil War. I was like, oh, shit, Civil War's out? How the fuck did I miss this? <laughs> and I literally, <laughs> after that, got online, bought a ticket and for the next showtime on Thursday mm-hmm. to go see it. I was just like, I don't, need, I don't even know what the fuck happened. What was I doing? Dra- daydreaming about some girls or some shit? I got comic book movies to see.
0: I got to switch... Su- well, yeah, to switch subjects quickly, but do we want to talk about Game of Thrones real quick or, or do we want to save that?
3: I guess I mean,
1: uh, th- we should it probably fucking talk great, about man. it.
3: Yeah. I mean, I fucking loved it. I definitely thought for a second episode, any apprehension I had about from the first episode, the second episode blew it out of the water. Uh, if there's, I, I, you know what, I'm just not gonna say anything about Game of Thrones till it's all over, and then we'll talk about it. Because <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, these motherfuckers know what they're doing, and I don't even know why I need to talk about it. <laughs> it was definitely
0: <laughs> better than the first episode, and I gotta say, like more than, Khaleesi or even Tyrion, like just the the Arya, and Jaqen as his name, like that that whole storyline. I'm looking forward to the most. Hmm. And like, of course, we all saw Jon Snow coming back. Uh, like, that's cool. And and the what's her name, Red Witch, Melisandre. She's mm. she's cool. But like, God, it's just something so cool about cult warriors, like occultic warriors. Like, I fucking I eat that shit up, man. I eat it up. Like, I, I'm so glad that's a part of the storyline, and I look forward to watching it after we're done with this podcast. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Oh shit! I gotta download that. What the fuck am I doing with my life?
0: Totally forgot. Legally acquire it, you mean?
3: Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I'm gonna pay money for that off PlayStation Network for sure. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Oh really? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Actually, I don't remember a whole. It's been a week since I've seen it, but I don't remember much other than the. (laughs) This is not a good commentary. (laughs) I don't remember much other than Melisandre bringing uh what's it? uh Jon Snow back and I like Ken. Yeah. and Dude. Tyrion bringing back the dragons that was pretty yeah. cool
3: I only do three, yeah. two things I drink and I know stuff come on
0: yeah yeah, that was a great line I fucking love that like Tyrion <laughs> Tyrion's solid every time I mean it's, can we even fucking like say any more like he's so fucking I'm awesome I'm not
3: gonna comment on him I'm just I this will all say Tyrion was fucking awesome in that episode that's all I'm gonna mm-hmm. say yeah every time. that's all
0: moving on yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, what else? Uh, Searcy. Oh, yeah, the Searcy thing. Like, She's basically trying to play her son, her own son at this point, to get back into power. Is that what's happening? I
1: think so. Well, that oh, and like you know, they finally have the mountain like doing some stuff where he's, I guess, just walking around beating the shit out of people that says anything bad about her. Yeah, Not exactly. Again. That was a great yeah. scene where he just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. But it's like, like it's dude, some, just like... some
1: guy on the street saying shit. It's like, go after something, someone a little bigger.
3: <laughs> well, the, yeah. the, I had totally forgotten that he had all that shit done to him. Because I was like, who yeah. the fuck is this? Because, I mean, it's so – because, like, I watch a season and then it's just like, all right, I'll just wait for the next one. And I mm-hmm. don't go back and watch the season before I watch the new season. So I had mm-hmm. totally forgotten about that because there's so much that goes on in the show all the time. And it's mm-hmm. just like, Oh, the mountain gets changed a little bit. I'm like, who eh, gives like, honestly, I want to see the mountain die. So, um, mm-hmm. just as someone to bring him down will be so fucking great.
0: That would be but, awesome. Yeah.
3: But, um, you know, I a solid episode. I mean, ready for the next one. I'm ready for the next, what fucking eight episodes, seven after this, however many are mm-hmm. left. Uh, it's, it's Game of Thrones to me is a great ride despite like all the uh, any kind of shit it gets or anything It's just like I mean you know what to expect from this show and you know I don't know man I just it's fun it's that sword and sorcery shit that I fucking love and I wait for good versions of it the things I like about the show aren't necessarily like I'm not you know like I'm in mean it for, like, direwolves and fucking Dragons and fucking Arya being a badass and fucking, like, <laughs> Jon Snow coming back. Like, that's what I'm in it for. And all the other bullshit that happens, like, I wish it wasn't written. I wish that shit wasn't in there so more people would enjoy it. But you know what? Like, you just kind of got to learn to, like, accept this stuff but also point out the bad points. And be like, yeah, it's shitty that this show does certain things. But, you know, rape's not cool, guys. It's not cool in, no, in any form. So let's just not do it in Game of Thrones. Because there's always so much cool shit going on. Everyone should be watching it.
0: Uh, I mean, like, I, I look, I think, uh, what do you call it? Depiction does not equal endorsement.
3: No, uh, I agree. But I just think they're, like, if that's a plot point to get around to something, if they're, you're a better writer than this. You can get through this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just, just like, the, like the
0: brutality of uh the the time that it's supposed to be based on, that medieval time. Like Listen,
3: that's the thing though. This isn't based on any time, it's fucking fantasy. You can <laughs> yeah. do anything. You can do anything you fucking want in fantasy, and to put, put rape in there is just like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Like is it that why you watch TV shows or play video games is to escape this bullshit world that we live in, people do these yeah. terrible fucking things. You know, like it's not the like I didn't like when the new Tomb Raider game was coming out and there was a rumor that she gets raped in it. I was against it. But yeah. I still wanted to play <laughs> it and I played it and there is no rape scene in it and I was like thank you because this game is fucking great. And I think it, it, you can yeah. make a strong female character, a strong female without a fucking rape scene to bring her back down to uh, like that just doesn't make any fucking sense to me, man. Like it What's just, the yeah. wait,
0: but let's before we go on with this, what's the most recent recent rape thing that happened it was in from Game last season
1: with Sansa yeah with Sansa yeah
0: I think with that Ramsay. like it can it can get it. a bit gratuitous but i think that it's not entirely look this is a fictional world okay i'm not fucking endorsing rape but like in in in, in game of, in, in in game of thrones i think it's i think it's okay as long as it's handled look of course i don't think it's been handled great every time but yeah. like in as far as like just to show the brutality of the time and i do think that it happened probably even more than it does today yeah. in medieval times uh, I know it's fantasy, but it's based on medieval Europe, is it not? So I, I, I think that it'll be, like. I think it's okay if they just handle it in with a point, if it had a point to it. If they have it just for shock, shock value, uh, I, I don't like that either. That's why I
1: think they actually didn't really handle it too well, because it was, once again, Ramsey who, hey, guess what, up to this point, we know he's a bad guy. <laughs> All the shit that he's done, he's fucking, you know, first... He cut a man's balls off, off, man! Yeah. Nuzball's his, balls, his he dick. My... He cut his dick off. He then he sent uh, dogs after one of his like girlfriends or whatever. Then flayed a man alive. And then this most recent episode had his stepmom and stepbrother murdered by dogs again. It's like, get,
3: guess what? We got the fucking point. His
0: stepbrother, who is a uh, baby, a, yeah. a total infant. Listen,
3: if you need to declare that someone's evil, just have them step on a baby's head and I'll be like, Alright, that dude's evil. I don't need to know anything else. Like, I want Ramsey's dead. I, I don't think care. I, I think don't. that even like, if he turned around and saved everyone in a scene, I'd be like, Ramsey still needs to die. I do to, not give a shit.
0: To play devil's advocate here, like real devil's advocate, like Game of Thrones watchers tune into this type of shit because you don't get like a motherfucker killing a baby on any other show you've ever fucking seen in your life. And yes, we do know Ramsey's evil as fuck. But there is like I don't know, there's something to like a character that does some shit you haven't seen before in any other show. You kinda That's wanna so- see it again. Like it's fucked up, but it's just like, shit, this motherfucker's killing babies and all kinds of shit. I dude, this motherfucker's evil, like
3: <laughs> Dude, I just I think I feel like a lot of the times Game of Thrones for those scenes is shock value. Because, it is because it is. 90 like 95% of the rest of the show doesn't do any of that shit most of the time and it's still fucking compelling as shit. Like I don't watch the show to see I've seen some of the worst fucking movies made. <laughs> but I don't like I watch those movies for that reason. I don't watch Game of Thrones for this reason. I watch it bef- because of the characters that I enjoy watching. And it just like I don't know, like it just dude I, you get yeah. – I just uh, – I don't know. It's just, it's not for me. I get why people don't want to watch it. But there is – the, the thing that sucks about it is there are some really great characters and really great female characters that, fema- that females are not watching because of these certain aspects of this show. And it's just like, what the fuck? Like, there's no point in this anymore. I just don't mm. like – At this point on, I don't get why, like, any of the, like, if there's another rape scene in this season, it's like, are you, I'm going to be like, are you fucking kidding me? Really? It's just like a staple for Game of Thrones. We just got to throw a rape scene in. (laughs) And that's when it becomes, that's when it becomes for shock value. And I think at this point it's become shock value because you have fucking assholes who want to see this shit. And, you know, it just it fucking sickens me, and I, Game of Thrones is great for all the other good characters that they have, and they have shitty ones, but you can make a shitty character shitty without doing shit like that. You can yeah. even make a shitty character shitty without killing a baby, you know? You just right. have to cut a guy's dick off, which I'll watch all day long. Cut a guy's dick off. I feel l-
1: the same way, though, Maddie, about that stuff, and even like to a lesser extent, like You know, Game of Thrones is about like, oh, any character can die, which is a a big thing about, you know, Walking Dead as well, or anyone can die. It's like, at this point, it's like, it's no longer a shock thing because, yeah, we get it, anyone can die. Now their big thing is like, now he's coming back. It's like, they need to have these, like, things to, like, entice people to watch. Like, I guarantee you tonight, we are not going to see a continuation of what happens to Jon Snow. That's going to be at least the next episode, next week, not tonight because they want to get people hooked on stuff, but then like still dangling out threads.
3: James, did you just say get people hooked on Game of Thrones? What the fuck have they been doing for four fucking years? People are hooked on this shit, man. We don't need anything else. We just need episodes. That's what I'm
1: saying, though. They're still uh, adhering to like these same tropes and stuff to get people to watch, where it's just like, dude, we're already hooked because there are these really good characters, but it's like we don't need to see this shock value shit anymore we want to see good characters good interactions and stuff i well, hate to play so devil's has...
0: advocate again but i do really like some of that shock value shit
5: no, I, mean,
3: <laughs> I do right. really
0: enjoy seeing that because i do not see it anywhere else
3: <laughs> well and that's the, like that's the thing is like i like i watch i've watched stuff that is ten times worse than game of thrones so what's ten times worse solo 120 days of sodom is ten times worse than anything I've seen on Game of Thrones.
0: Oh my god.
3: Um, you, I've just, I like, I've watched a lot of like really intense shit because I seek that stuff out. Like, Steph and I have talked about like our metal tastes, like how metal kind of like starts you off at a point when you get into it, and then people who are really into it just kind of go down to it's just like there's like one note and this guy's just screaming, growling, <laughs> and this is the most intense shit I've heard. And it's kind of the same way with like watching TV or movies. You look for this intense shit all the time because I just want to see something that I'm like, Oh God, that's it. I've I've reached the point. I can't watch anymore. You know? And I like, I've seen, I've just like, I've seen more shit that's on game of Thrones. So like one, I don't know, man. It's just like one of the worst rape scenes I've ever seen is in the film irreversible. Game of Thrones can't even touch that shit, man. That's the most disturbing rape scene I've ever seen. And I, I won't watch that movie again. I don't need to see it again. You know, and i don't know man i just that's one thing that bugs me about game of thrones because they could have a broader audience with people who would really enjoy a lot of these characters that you try to sell them on but like these you know scenes like that just take people out of it i don't even think it's like the gore scenes because it's like when he kills the mom and the baby in the last episode you don't see like a dog take the baby's head and crunch it you know (laughs) (laughs) it's just like it's applied but like every rape scene is not applied it's like they need to like set it up make it kind of weirdly sexual and then it happens and it's like what the fuck is happening slow the fuck down you know that that Ramsey scene was not
0: handled well it really was not and,
3: and that's the thing it's like you're romanticizing this fucking atrocious thing that you know hope i don't know i mean i don't know what it's like but i'm sure there are probably women in my life that know what it's like, or at least been scared into thinking that that's going to happen. I don't know what that's like. I don't want to know what it's like. I hate that they went through it because I love those people. So I just, you know, just come on, Game of Thrones. I mean, you can mm-hmm. make a fucking kick-ass show without that shit, but I will continue to watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> I don't want to pay money for it. Because I will talk about it with you guys all day long and watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, Watch it free of charge. I don't care. Who knows? Fuck it. Come get me, government. <laughs> There's things to do than come get someone who's downloading fucking Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck.
1: I think it's just implied at this point, anyway.
3: Yeah. Oh uh, Yeah, like, like, I mean, fucking Game of Thrones banks on people downloading fucking episodes. Because then it's just like when people read that, like, oh, I gotta watch that shit. If pe- this many people are fucking illegally downloading it, I gotta get on HBO now. I wonder how many, like, <laughs> Mm-hmm. wanted like be behind the scenes at HBO just to see how many like people they versus how many people downloaded it illegally versus how many people sign up for HBO Go because they might be scared that they'll get caught. And
0: it's like the most downloaded show because nobody has a HBO, not many people.
3: Yeah. But, you know, I, it's just... I don't know, man. man I like Game of Thrones. Uh, can't wait for this next episode. I'm gonna download it immediately and watch <laughs> yeah. it or yeah. tomorrow when I get off work, but... You know, it's fun. The things I like about it are not the things that I think get it the attention that it gets, which there are so many other good things going on in that show that make it such a great show to watch, like acting and stuff. And ah, just fucking dragons, man. Fuck yes. Um, did you just, I didn't know that Sean Bean actually got, like, in a bar fight, got stabbed, sewed up his own wound, and continued drinking. To, like, <laughs> and it was like he was hanging out with a woman or, like, a friend of his, and some guy was, like, making cat calls at her, and then they got into it. And then they got stabbed and looked like something. And then he just was like, no, that's all right. Basically, it's a flesh wound. And, like, Are you telling me that far. Sean Bean
0: is the greatest human being alive? Is that what I'm hearing? I,
3: I, I'm just thinking that he <laughs> dies an awful lot for being such a fucking badass. Yeah, that's awesome. So I, I just read this story the other day, and I was like, Are you, why, why didn't Ned have to die? Ned's not <laughs> <way." laughs> That was probably like when I read the book, I was just, when that part happened, I was like, are you fu-? like, why should I read the next book? I don't even give a shit. I love Ned Stark. Yeah. But now he's dead. Dude, but so good. When he gets, when that happens, you're just like, what the fuck? George R.R. Martin, you got it, dude. You got it. Mm-hmm.
0: So we had like just a, some like miscellaneous shit, like as far as. Oh, Power uh, Rangers. Yeah, I, I actually wanted to say something really quick about this. Um, Johnson and I have talked about this for a bit on our own, but um, just like I want to talk about my fandom for Power Rangers as like from back in the day. So I was born in '84. Power Rangers came out around the summer, I think, of '95. So I was 11. And maybe even before that, maybe I was 10. And then, but I but I remember, like, I was so fucking into it. I thought it was so awesome. And then, like, a lot of my classmates were, like, they thought it was so stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they thought, like, people are already too old for it by 11. And I was just yeah. thinking, like, I'm 10 or 11, man. Like, why am I too old for this? This is fucking sweet. And, like, I loved, look, I loved martial arts. I loved the fighting. I loved robots. And I also learned it was from Japan. So I just thought it was so... Excellent, and it was like a Scooby Doo type of thing, where it was like a similar kind of. Uh, it was the same fucking story every fucking episode. Yeah. But I loved it. I loved it. I thought it was great. Green Ranger was my favorite, and then I liked all the fucking toys, and 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 when the movie came out, I liked that. Shortly after the movie, I probably stopped liking it. So I'm not. Well, yeah, I probably got out of it for, for the most part because I was like twelve, thirteen and people thought I was really too old for it by then, and uh, it was just, it was like one of the first times, like, like, whenever when we liked, Pal- uh, not Power Rangers, but when we liked Ninja Turtles, pretty much everybody was on board, we were all like 5, 6, 7, 8, like, everybody on the playground, right, you guys probably have a similar experience, like, fucking everybody loved that shit, but when Power Rangers came out, it was like, just a few stragglers liked it, and it just, like, really was, like, it weirded me out because I was like, "Look, man, like this is the new Ninja Turtles. Like, this is this. Everybody should be loving this shit. This is so great." And people were like preteens by that point and wanting to fuck each other. So, <laughs> so like I I remember that it was like a very like tough time for me because I just I was just such a fucking nerd even then. I was like I just could not I could not let it go. And like just a side another side tangent type of thing, but. I remember, like around this time, it's like fifth or sixth grade. This is whenever people started to play kickball on the instead of playing on the playground, and I loved playing on the playground so much and playing as one of the Power Rangers or Ninja Turtles or even X-Men. Like I loved that more than playing sports, which was kickball in this case, and I had such such a hard time adjusting to. Everybody else who was already moving on to this kind of stuff. And, uh, God, man, it was just, it was just, it was like, my, it was like a, the preteen time was rough for me because of that kind of shit. But moving on to, like, the new costume, I think it looks pretty good. I mean, there's been this comment of, like, the, uh, they look like Iron Man Power Rangers or they, the, why do the women have heels? And yeah, I don't like, I, I wish they didn't give the women heels, but, whatever i like i think i heard that the x-men first-class writers are writing i think i could be corrected on this but i think that they're writing this one so it looks like the story might even actually be somewhat decent so i'm actually kind of excited about these new power rangers Uh, and i know this is even nerdier than what we even usually talk about but uh... i'm kind of into it what do you guys think Mm
1: I, I have a similar background to you, where it's like, yeah, I remember the uh, show first coming on, it was definitely more of a, you know, a guilty pleasure for me, too, even knowing as a little kid, I kind of knew like, a lot of others weren't really watching it, but I was, I definitely, like, watched at least the first season of it, and now there's, like, hundreds, thousands of episodes or something, because like, they just went on forever, but I kind of stopped. Uh, I, I remember if I think of, like, maybe a couple of years later, like, catching it on again, and like, the putties were, you know, the generic guys that they always fought. I like well, the first season; like they actually used martial arts against them. In the later seasons, it's like I could see as a kid they they had like a giant button on their chest, and they would hit everywhere but there. Then finally, the last hit they hit, and they just explode or disappear or something. Like even as a kid, I knew it's like, dude, just walk up and like fucking poke them in the button, and they're gone. It's like why are you even bothering anymore? But yeah, like with the recent costume, this my um. Reading online, I I like the Power Rangers costumes more than actually Rita Repulsa. Uh, like, hers is just, like, you know, once again, like, what we talk about with costumes with the X-Men and stuff, it's not, like, what I remember for her and stuff, so it's, oh, like, Oh, yeah, like it's pretty one. different, yeah. Yeah. But, like, some have speculated, like, she used to be, like, a Green Ranger or something, so it's, like, that's her costume, just, like, ripped apart and stuff, so it could be like an interesting take on that but it's the bigger it's I weird to see how they look in motion too cuz it's just someone one still
0: it's like does anybody really care how faithful they are to Rita Repulse's costume it's <laughs> yeah. like like she actually looks better than that old like purpley looking one back in the day like mm-hmm. she does look a little bit like Poison Ivy a little bit but she still looks good and i do think that Elizabeth Banks's performance she's she's going to pull oh, through yeah. I think she's going to... Look, you don't have to be fucking Hamlet. It's Rita Re- Repulsa, for God's sake. <laughs> like, it, yeah. it, she's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. You know?
5: Yeah.
3: Uh, I just, um... I wasn't... I liked uh, Power Rangers just because I like, like, the giant monster versus another, like, mech or oh, another yeah. monster. Like, I always liked our also, mechs. Uh, like, come yeah, on. Yeah, like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've always liked the mech stuff and, like... Um, godzilla and anything that comes with that like i'm not a huge fan of pacific rim but i definitely like those big monster fights um Mm -hmm. yeah i'm just like an action like sci-fi just horror comic book dude at heart man like if you put that shit in a movie i'm gonna be interested and uh i think the suits look pretty cool i mean i don't expect much i'm not like a huge fan i don't hold this like dear to my heart like like i do the x-men films if you listen to the earlier rant that i've gone on Um, (laughs) yeah um, you know I, i definitely think it could make for a cool movie i didn't know who was writing it so the first class guys could be great uh i mean i think it's one of those things that has to like pay homage to the source material maybe make make little clips at it from time to time but i think as long as it sets itself into something new and this is the new power rangers you can really do whatever you want I think yeah. Rita looks great. I think that costume looks cool as fuck. I think the Power Rangers look pretty cool, except for for an updated uh, for an updated Power Rangers. I was like, I, this seems like a logical step. Like I didn't look yeah. at it and go, oh my god, they totally messed up. Like it doesn't look that much different from. I mean, they have a movie budget, a huge movie budget now. They don't have a TV budget, you know. Like, yeah, you know, I don't know. I think it looks fine. I, I'm kind of like James. I'm definitely gonna have to see some stuff in motion and some like some kind of plot outline just to see what happens but you know uh i always liked the main uh the main mech they turned into and i think with today's graphics that shit could be fucking tight
0: yeah but they mm-hmm. if they get that robot design down i think that uh they're definitely going to draw a huge audience because i mean look we live in a world where transformers and ninja turtles are drawing huge huge audiences so this Power Rangers shit, uh, I mean that's the next logical step, so um it's definitely gonna be exciting to see where they go from here.
3: Do you I'm gonna say this. I kind of want to see the new Turtles movie.
0: No, yeah. I, I wanted I to don't talk about say that. It out
3: loud I don't want to say it out loud, but I did and <laughs> I haven't
0: even I haven't even seen I, the first I, one.
3: I haven't even seen the first one like, and I, I was like, I was like
0: when I but saw the trailer yeah, when I saw the trailers, like they're they what they're doing is, they're doing kind of what Marvel's doing. They took a hint that they're like embrace your mythology, as silly as it is. You have a talking warthog and rhino and a fucking truck that shoots sewer caps. Is that silly? Yeah, no, it is. But not. shut <laughs> up,
3: Andrew. It's
0: great. The Technodrome <laughs> is in the fucking trailer. Like, throw all that shit. Lean into your fucking lean into your mythology like fucking full stop just fucking do it it's been working for 20 years now just fucking go ahead and that's what makes this trailer more appealing than even the first one and i hate to say it cuz it's like a michael bay thing but it looks f- halfway decent
3: dude i think bebop and rocksteady look so fucking cool man and that thing, like, <laughs> fucking krang looks cool and i still think the turtles look fucking weird as shit but it's like yeah, doesn't yeah. even bother me because they're getting this other half right yeah Um, i actually think the like michelangelo character like the guy who voices him i'm like that sounds like michelangelo to me i could some of the other characters i don't care for but um it just like i was watching the trailer in front of civil war and i was like are you serious you're fucking so showing this shit in front of fucking captain america and then i was watching it and i was like god why do i want to see this yeah exactly exactly because they're leaning
0: into it man
3: Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's, like, I'm totally in agreement with the whole, like, leaning into, like, what made these characters these characters. I think, like, getting away from making them look so much like Turtles and, but then kind of going back and making them look like Turtles was a wrong step. You should have just embraced, like, I'm not saying not update the characters, like, I don't want to see the cartoon versions in CG form, that would just look weird as shit. But, (laughs) you know, like, I just definitely think the departure to try to make them aliens and then, like... Maybe make them turtle-like, and then I just it just seemed... like honestly, if they would have made this film and then changed the way the turtles look, I don't think anyone would have given a shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't yeah. think people were like they look different from the first one. I would have been like, shut your face! Come on, yeah. these are the turtles I know. You know, yeah. and um, I mean, I feel like I don't know. It just looks more fun than the last one, and just looks like it's not taking itself as seriously. Um, like you said, Andrew, it's just like you got to pay. You gotta pay those dues to the old characters, man. That's what that's what I fell in love with as a kid. That's what I drew like in my, you know, notebooks as a kid. You know, and that's what I want to see on film. But yes, I hate that I kind of want to see that movie.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I might not ever see the first one. I'll just see the second one because it just looks like okay, this looks fun, and they they know it's silly, but they they know it's fun too so let's just let's just roll with it you know
3: i mean like who are you trying to get to like sell to this audience like i mean you're gonna get little kids who want to see turtles because they just don't give a shit what turtles look like and then <laughs> you're kind of like you know like they'll watch the nickelodeon cartoon which is on which is fairly good
0: yeah it is good it,
3: and then, you know, and then you're going to get the people like ourselves who grew up with the Turtles who want to go see a new Turtles movie. Like, who are you trying to get, like, 70-year-olds? Si- 70-year-olds don't give a shit about the Ninja Turtles. No. You know, 50-year-olds don't care. Like, maybe some 40-year-olds. But they want to see the Turtles that we know, or maybe, like, the like the comic version, which we'll probably, like, the closest we'll get is that first Turtles film. But, you know, I just it just... Like, come on, man! Give us what we want. Give us some X-Men fucking costumes. Give us turtles that look like turtles. <laughs> Give us some Power Rangers shit. Come on! Yeah, <laughs> I just don't. Exactly. I, I just I, I don't get the I, like. I get studios because you're like putting all this fucking money into it, and you're scared, and you're so worried. But it's just like I mean, time and time again, they're proving that. We'll watch about fucking anything as long as it reminds us of our childhood. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing that, like, gets me about it. It's like every time one of these movies comes out and every time the fans are just like, that was shitty because it didn't look like this. They're like, do another one, but kind of make it look like that. But don't really because we don't want to scare people. It's like, listen, if there's one people you need to accept is the fans because they will come out every fucking time. Even if you release one every fucking three months, we would be there. You best believe if they released an X-Men like a fucking Captain America movie in every three months, I'd be there. No matter how <laughs> shitty it was. yeah, I would watch it every time. You know, I think just... to,
0: to date, there's only two superhero movies I haven't seen, and that is Ghost Rider 2. and dude, Fa- The new Fantastic Four.
3: Dude, you haven't seen Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance?
0: No, I have not.
3: That movie is nope. fucking great. Is it really? Yes. Okay. Have you seen Crank and Crank 2?
0: No, I have not.
3: Oh my god, dude! What the fuck? Is it <laughs> the so it's these guys who made these crazy. James, have you seen Crank or Crank Two?
1: Yeah, I've seen them both.
3: Okay, so you have. Th- have you seen the Ghost Rider movie?
1: No, just the oh, first oh one. My not the. Not that.
3: I thought I called you friends. Um, so you have these guys who made these crazy ass action movies. Like they did Gamer, uh, the Crank movies, which are like they're just fun action movies. And they do this with the Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance is up there in, like, my top five f- favorite Marvel comic book films. Are you serious? Yeah, dude, because it's so fucking weird and crazy. It's just—Ghost it, Rider looks fucking cool as shit. He's all, like, <laughs> tarda, his, his he has a fucking black skull in it, dude.
0: I heard that was terrible.
3: No, dude, it's so good. It first is, really? one's pretty bad. What?
1: First one so, is pretty bad. But the first this one... one's
3: terrible. You're yeah. saying yeah. two
0: two is much better than one.
3: Two is much better than one. Wow. In my opinion. I love that movie. So the thing that bugs me about <laughs> Ghost Rider 1 a lot is, so they take the skull and map it out to where your skull would be without muscle and face, on, like without skin on it, which is wrong because when you're drawing a comic book character, you need to size proportions to make it look proportionate. So you have this Ghost Rider in the first film that has this huge big leather jacket on with this really tiny head that's not cool it <laughs> looks fucking terrible so what they do in ghost rider spirit of vengeance is they make everything proportionate so that the skull is slightly bigger than it actually should be which is great because that's what you do as an artist you take something and you make it look cool as shit even if it's not proportionally correct
0: right because right.
3: like who wants to see a tiny skull on the top of this human body because it does like obviously in ghost rider one it doesn't make any fucking sense it looks terrible but Ghost yeah, Rider yeah. Spirit of Vengeance, man, I stand behind. It's a crazy fucking film. It's about the occult and fucking weird shit and the devil's in it and fucking different cults are in it. Um, there is some stuff that I'm like, ah. But for the most part, I think it's a solid, weird fucking... Until Deadpool came out, I didn't think we would get another weird kind of crazy Marvel film. I thought Marvel was going to play it safe and like just everything that they did, they were just going to play it safe with this Iron Man, Captain America, just like these characters that they can play safe with, you know? Like I mean, even with like Black Panther and Doctor Strange, those aren't that weird of films that are coming out. I mean, yeah, Doctor Strange has magic in it, but it's not dealing with like flaming skulls and fucking the devil, you know? So it's gonna like it's just a fun little film in like kinda like the Blade movies in like the early Marvel days before they became the powerhouse that they are. I recommend Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance to anyone who has ever read a Ghost Rider comic. Okay me, it, it, it it is the ghost – like, I, we'll probably never see a Ghost Rider movie again. Like, I hope that's not true. But I think these guys made the best Ghost Rider movie they could, probably with the restrictions they had. And Ghost Rider looks fucking dope as shit in this movie, man. Wow. It's okay. Really and the graphics are pretty good for it, too. They do a lot of daylight stuff, which I was kind of scared of when I saw it. Because I was like, why would you put Ghost Rider in the daylight? That seems like a dumb move. But they did it. It looks cool. He just does a lot of weird, creepy shit. Oh man, I just want you guys to watch it. Like, okay, be a conversation for the next one. I
0: haven't seen the. I actually, I, I lied earlier. I I, I haven't seen Punisher War Zone either.
3: What? Punisher Warzone is so good.
0: That's like the, the the three I have not seen. I think I've seen every other superhero movie.
3: You can skip that last Fantastic that. Four movie, dude. Fuck that shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I heard. You see Spirit of Vengeance and Warzone. Cause were... like they might not be like great Marvel films, like compared to, like, Civil War or Winter Soldier, but they're just so weird and so strange, and, like, they play up the, you know, kind of, like, what we want from certain movies, like, that we're complaining about, they play it up, like, the Punisher villain in it, like, Jigsaw is just, like, fucking, he is made out of, like, his face is all cut up and made out of weird different parts of skin, man, It just like adheres to that like weird comic book sense and like. Let me tell you,
0: I I think I missed that because I was in Japan at the time, and I think it's just it was a kind of a minor movie that came out. I know it's a Marvel movie, but I I don't know. I just totally missed it because I just wasn't watching as many movies when I lived over there.
3: I I will say Ray Stevenson as Punisher is up there. I will put John, uh, the new Punisher, up there as my number one because uh, I just think he sold that role so well, and I didn't think that he would. And then uh, Ray Stevenson would probably be my number two. He's really good. But, man, I love me some Tom Jane, though. I love Tom Jane so much. Yeah, he was if good. That I... movie, if that movie would have been, like, a hard-R Punisher film, that movie would have been fucking great.
0: I looked it up. It, it was came out in 2008, the same year as Iron Man, so I think it was overshadowed. And Dark Knight. <laughs> so yeah. War, Punisher Warzone was just totally overshadowed for me.
3: Yeah, I mean, I mean like, Only right now I feel like has Punisher become a very popular character just because of Daredevil. Like, I mean, there are fans of him, and, you know, I've had many Punisher comics in my time, and I've always watched every Punisher movie that's come out, even the Dolph Lundgren one that's kind of weird and not really based on the comics at all. But, you know, uh, he's always a character I'm interested to see what he's going to do and how he shows up in current uh, stories. Like, even when he shows up in Civil War, the comic is really fun. Talk about like showing up in uh, the, the uh, Russo brothers movie.
0: Going to uh, going into uh, what you call it, um, like we talked about, do the original costumes. Would you want to see a Punisher with the white belt and white boots?
3: Dude, bring it on, man! <laughs> I think
0: I like that. I like actually like that costume. Like, bring on the white boots, dude! Like, it, just yeah, fucking I mean, do it, man.
3: I mean, they'll definitely. I mean, white's such a weird color because it's gonna get dirty, especially when you think Punisher. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I I don't know, man. I mean, I definitely like the... I, I think Punisher... I think that Punisher is a very I, idolized version of Punisher, and I think the Punisher we're getting now in comics and with uh, Daredevil is very much the way a Punisher would really be yeah. in today's yeah. time. Yeah. He's a think very that realistic really character. Well. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, if they put him in it, you know, for whatever reason, to make a joke or something, I think it would be funny. But... Um, or to make a quip about him wearing white shoes or white boots and something in in his own series would be really funny but um i just don't think it would work for like the current climate of like what they're doing with daredevil and what they will do with punisher and the whole defender's stuff so you know I, i don't know i mean the thing i like about punisher is though that he doesn't i mean nowadays he doesn't really dress like a superhero and i don't he's kind of like batman i say batman's a superhero but i don't really see him as one he's just a dude in a bat costume and punisher's just a dude that wears a skull on his chest and does does what batman does basically except he kills people
0: Mm -hmm. yeah he's like he's like one of the few characters that can like be updated and we're like oh all right that's that's cool yeah (laughs) like i can see that
3: (laughs) yeah i would have really liked for him to have been in civil war and captain america been like all right, we're gonna go with what the Punisher says, and then punch the Punisher in the face, and be like, "Why the fuck did I go with what the Punisher said?"
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: But uh, yeah, man, dude, you guys gotta watch both those movies, man. I, just, <laughs> I need to know what you think. <laughs> like, you might hate Ghost Rider, but I like I. It's in my Blu-ray. It's like right under my Captain America: Winter Soldier right now. Wow. <laughs> so I fucking love that movie, man. I thought it was a lot of fun. I just don't. You're. I don't think we'll ever see anything like it again i think that time for marvel just kind of experimenting is over they know that f- they have their formula and they're going to use it for the rest of time i, I just like no the one f- goes sees a marvel movie
0: the first one was just not that great and i just the reviews weren't good for the second one so i just never got around to it
3: dude fuck reviews man um i mean i i'm not a huge like nicolas cage is okay in it he's not the johnny blaze that i would choose or pick um i don't know who i would choose to play johnny blaze but i just felt like he was i know i think he was only chosen because he's a big fan of ghost rider and then he probably was interested in playing the role so they gave it to him but yeah. I, I i think if they ever did decide to do ghost rider again with the different cast and stuff it could be like a really great franchise but you know i i just don't think with the bad taste of like at least the first one and i think people were I mean, not the, the second one's weird, man. It's just a weird little movie, but I just love it for its weirdness. Do yeah. I think it's as good as, like, the Cap movies or some of the best Marvel films? No, but it's just, once you watch it and you see, like, the weirdness of it, you'll be like, man, that's a fucking weird Marvel movie, man. Like, And then you'll go, we'll never see that again. Like, the weirdest thing I've seen is Deadpool, which is a pretty straightforward movie. He just curses a lot and there's blood in it, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. And he gets pegged.
3: Yeah, I mean, I mean that's the current climate. We're all going to do it at some point, right? I mean, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it just depends on how much I love that person, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: It's all about love. Have you
3: guys done it? Tell me the truth.
0: Um, oh, my God,
3: they're quiet. They've done it. Nope. They don't even want to talk about it.
0: I'm not going to say, Maddie. Oh,
3: mm-hmm. no. I'll ask your lady when I come to L.A. That's for all sure. All right.
0: <laughs> Andrew's well like, it's management. a good time to start wrapping yeah, it up yeah
1: yeah i gotta go and ending it watch Peggy. game of thrones and then go
0: sleep exactly yeah. all right so uh, i'm gonna end it out so uh, thanks again everybody for listening to superhouse podcast episode 13 you can catch us on soundcloud and YouTube, uh, itunes at uh search for superhouse podcast um we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash superhousepodcast, twitter.com slash superhousepod. We're going to be posting our first uh, YouTube video on youtube.com slash superhousepodcast. And I think that's it. Oh, Instagram as well. Search for Superhouse Podcast. We're on there. We've been posting a bit on that. And I think that's it. Anybody got anything else to say?
3: Nope. Nope goodbye uh, alright cool You'll see civil war I personally am gonna be in Again. Japan
0: <laughs> next week yeah I'm gonna be in Japan next week I'm living tomorrow at 6 p.m. my time I'm gonna be there until 8 the 18th of May so uh, I'll be there for a little bit and I'll be posting a shitload of videos hopefully uh, and I think that's it I'm hopefully gonna be uh, Remoting in from Japan like Israel did that time, and um, I think that's all I got. Okay.
3: Bye.
0: Thanks. Bye.
3: Bye.